MRN's Classic Races are brought to you by Hercules Tires. After falling victim to rain on Saturday, the NASCAR Push Series is in action this morning at Darlington Raceway in South Carolina. This is the fourth race of the year for the Bush Series, and it comes on the most unique track on the circuit. Two-time Bush Series champion Randy LaJoy is one of only two drivers in the field who have won here before. You can feel the wall. When you get, when you get next to that wall, there's a little air puffer in there. It ain't going to keep you off of it. But you can feel it. So, and also when you you could you could just skitch it. I mean, your your body can just skitch that thing, and you can hear it, and it, it's pretty darn cool. For the second time this year, the NASCAR Push Series runs on a Monday morning today in South Carolina at the track called Too Tough to Tame. It's the DarlingtonRaceway.com 200 next on the Motor Racing Network. MRN Radio presents NASCAR Today. Doesn't matter if it's Saturday, Sunday, or Monday. When you race at Darlington Raceway in South Carolina, you've got a day's work lined up for you. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Darlington Raceway in South Carolina and the NASCAR Bush Series running of the DarlingtonRaceway.com 200. Rained out on Saturday, moved ahead to this morning. This is a triple-header weekend of racing, just in a little bit different order of the way it was originally intended. Bobby Hamilton won the Craftsman 200 Truck Series race on Friday. Saturday again, rain. Yesterday, you probably heard Ricky Craven and a fantastic finish when the Carolina Dodge Dealers 400. And now the Bush guys get a chance to go at it. Along with Barney Hall, I'm Joe Moore. Kind of cloudy this morning, Barney, but uh, these guys are ready to get with it. Yeah, we've got heavy overcast skies and the possibility of some rain even before the day is over, but hopefully it'll stay away. The key today for the drivers is to get out front and stay there because you need to be running in this thing if the rain should move into the speedway. You certainly want to be in, it's in the top five and have a chance to maybe win it. Something else is going to be on every driver's mind today, I think, and that's most of these guys watch what happened here yesterday and I could not believe there were very few cars in the field that didn't bounce off the wall here yesterday and you can bet these guys are thinking about that today. They know it can get physical here at Darlington. Let's go right downstairs and hear from some of the drivers getting ready for the start of today's race. First to Adam Alexander. Talked all weekend about the rain here at Darlington. They set the uh, NASCAR Bush Series lineup today on the uh, NASCAR rule book because of the rain raining out qualifying starting on the pole Stanton Barrett. Stanton you turned a pole at Las Vegas into an eighth place finish. What have you got for him here today at Darlington? I don't know. I think our Oda band, Bojangles Ford, is going to have a good run today. We were pretty strong in practice. I think we're comparable to the top 10 cars. You know, you just got to race the racetrack here and be careful, give and take. You know, it puts a lot of pressure. You're starting up front, but like I said, it's really key to have a good run. It helped us in Las Vegas, gave us some confidence for today. So we're just going to go out, have some fun, and see what we can do and just race every lap if we can. Stanton Barrett making his fifth NASCAR Bush Series start here at Darlington today on the pole position. Starting alongside him, the man is with Danielle Fry from Charlotte, North Carolina. Well, Jason Keller and his crew chief, Steve Addington, are both from the state of South Carolina. He's currently fifth in the Bush Series point standings. Here at Darlington, he's been solid with three top five finishes, including a runner-up to Jeff Burton last fall. Jason, with the ever threat of weather in the area, just how hard will you race in the opening laps of this race? Well, I think no matter what, you still got to re respect the racetrack. And um, we just run as hard as we can. Uh, we're going to run as hard as this four tours to let us. And uh, Iverson guys have uh, put in a lot of hours like a lot of the other teams here. So uh, hopefully we can uh, get this hot rod in victory lane today. 
That's Jason Keller. He'll start on the outside row of number one. Now let's go to Concord, North Carolina. Steve Post with the driver that will start behind, Jason Keller. Thanks, Danielle. As you said, Scott Wimmer starts fourth today. Scott, you've had a couple days to think about it and 400 miles of racing yesterday on the track. How is that going to make things different when we start up this afternoon? I hope it doesn't make it too much different. Uh, at least there will be some rubber down. That should help us out quite a bit. Uh, our Sacker 2 Stamina Arc Chevy was pretty good. Uh, last time we ran, which was Friday, so we're pretty excited. Got some good notes off our Winston Cup team, so I think we'll be all right. Scott Wimmer's had a good season. He was 12th at Daytona, 11th at Rockingham, 10th at Las Vegas, and he hopes that trend continues today at Darlington. We'll hear for more drivers in just a minute. Back at the Darlington Raceway, David Green has plenty of experience at the Speedway. 18 starts, but he's never won here. Adam Alexander's with him. And to make things worse today, Barney's got to go to the back of the field. Because of an unapproved engine change by NASCAR, David, starting from the back, does that change the way you drive the race car here this afternoon? Uh, no, not really. Um, you know, our car is good. I've got a great pit crew here, the Timberwolf team, and, uh, you know, it's going to be a little bit of patience here at the beginning. So uh, I think I can handle that part of it. But our car was good on whatever day we last practiced. So I think that was Friday. So we look for good things today. Finished second at Rockingham in this same race car. Now over to Danielle Fry. Well, Randy LaJoy got his first top five finish of the season earlier at Rockingham. This track is similar to Rockingham. Randy, what is your strategy for today? Same car we had at Rockingham, and I'm really looking forward to a good day for this Kleenex car. We're very good in practice and happy hour, and uh, we get this thing in today. Hopefully we'll keep this thing up front all day. That's Randy LaJoy. He won this race back in 1997. He'll start 12th. Now down to Steve Post. Michael Waltrip, you had a good run yesterday. What can you bring to uh, from yesterday to today? Uh, we've just got a good car. Uh, this thing practiced so well on uh, Friday and Thursday that we're real confident that uh, the Aaron's Dream Machine will be up front before today's over. Just have to battle the elements here a little bit and, and make sure we're smart with the weather and see what goes down. Michael Waltrip starts 24th today. Now let's go trackside where pre-race ceremonies are about to begin. The invocation taking place trackside. We'll be getting the national anthem here in a few moments and then the command to fire the engines and get these cars off and running on the race that was originally scheduled for Saturday afternoon. Again, rain delayed until this morning here at Darlington Raceway in South Carolina. Barney, of course, after this race, they have to head off to Bristol, Tennessee next weekend. Yeah, as Kenny Schrader describes uh, Bristol, Tennessee, that's a heck of a racetrack. Kenny said it's like putting 43 cars in a big blender and cut it wide open, and that's about the truth. So they're facing a lot headed up to Bristol next week. Now let's go back downstairs where uh, the pre-race ceremonies, again, just about to begin.
Crank up the DarlingtonRaceway.com 200 with the four most important words in all the motorsports. The Darlington Raceway Director of Parking Services, here is Lee Taylor. Gentlemen, start your engines. Outdoor care to home and auto repair. Do it with Craftsman. Find the tools, equipment, and storage you need at your local Lowe's, Ace Hardware, or Craftsman.com. The NASCAR season is here, and Toyota Racing is looking for clashers. Did you clash at the Coliseum with your favorite Toyota drivers? Clashing with the HOA, who won't let you carve bell number 20 into your lawn. Or maybe your Tyler Reddick shirt clashed with your pants while meeting the in-laws. If you're a clasher, then we want you. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. Citywide to countryside, whatever you drive, wherever you go, Hercules has the value, selection, and industry-leading warranty to get you there no matter where the road takes you. Go to HerculesTires.com. There you can find the nearest authorized Hercules retail location to you. Plus, you can use the tire tracker to find out which Hercules tire fits your vehicle the best. That's HerculesTires.com. Hercules Tires, ride on our strength. MRN Radio presents the NASCAR Bush Series. Today, the DarlingtonRaceway.com 200. Sponsored by Smooth Bush Beer and Easy Drinking Bush Light. Bush, the proud sponsor of the NASCAR Bush Series by 76 Gasoline. Next time you're on empty, fill up with 76 with Pro Power. Get the spirit of 76 by AC Delco Automotive Parts. When the right way is the only way. By Ray Bestus. Have your brakes checked every year and ask for Ray Bestus. The best in brakes. By AutoZone. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Two-way communications by racing radios. For trackside rental and sales, visit a TrackScan vendor, an authorized affiliate of racing radios. And by Mack Trucks Incorporated. We're back at the Darlington Raceway. The cars are on the speedway. They'll take a couple of laps to warm them up before they cut them loose, and we'll pause 10 seconds for station identification on the Motor Racing Network. Let's take a look at the starting field here this afternoon. 42 drivers are qualified for the DarlingtonRaceway.com 200. 
Justin Ashburn starts 42nd. Don C- Dion Sicarelli starts 41st. It'll be Morgan Shepard starting 40th and Tim Sauter 39th. 38th starter is Randy McDonald. Chad Blount will start 37th. Coy Gibbs starts 36th. And driver Ron Young is 35th. Mike Potter is the 34th starter. Ron Barfield is 33rd. Brian Weber is 32nd. And Mike Harmon is 31st. Starting 30th today, Larry Gunzelman. Reagan Smith goes from 29th position. 28th is Jason White. 27th, Joe Nemechek. Chris Bingham goes from 26th with Casey Kane in 25th. 24th starter, Michael Waltrip. Brad T goes from 23rd. 22nd is Jamie McMurray. And 21st is Kerry Earnhardt. The 20th starter is driver Jason Schuler. Mike Wallace starts 19th. It'll be Hermie Sadler going from 18th. Ashton Lewis Jr. is the 17th starter. Kevin Grubb will roll off 16th. Ron Hornaday Jr. has the 15th position. Hank Parker Jr. is 14th. And starting 13th will be Todd Bodine. Randy LaJoy, a former winner here, will start in 12th position. And Scott Riggs is the 11th starter. Stacy Compton will go from 10th this morning. 9th is Bobby Hamilton Jr. Shane Meal starts in 8th. David Green would be starting in 7th. They made an engine change. He'll go to the rear of the field for the start. Brian Vickers starts in 6th. 5th is Mike Bliss. Scott Wimmer starts in the 4th spot with Johnny Sauter in 3rd. On the front row, Jason Keller on the outside spot. And for the second time this year, because of rain, Stanton Barrett is on the pole. Field crosses the start-finish line. They get the indication we'll go green in one more lap. Why don't we take a swing around this racetrack and bring in another voice that will be covering the action for us from turn two down through three and four this afternoon. From Barry, Vermont, is Dave Moody. All right, thank you, Barney. Good afternoon, everybody. From Darlington, one of the toughest tracks on the NASCAR Bush Series schedule and a driver's nightmare. Each end of this egg-shaped oval is different. Tighter in turns one and two, wider in three and four ensuring that while you may be real good at one end, you're probably still not quite right at the other. Combine that with the fact that the fast way around is to run up top just a few inches from the wall, and you've got a recipe for potential disaster just about every time around. Racing at Darlington, not for the fate of heart. They'll have to mind their P's and Q's all afternoon long. We'll cover the action today from our vantage point high above turn number three. Today's broadcast of the DarlingtonRaceway.com 200 is brought to you under exclusive radio rights granted by Darlington Raceway to MRN Radio. Solely for the private, non-commercial use of our listening audience. Any publication, reproduction, or other use of the description and accounts of this event without the express written consent of MRN Radio is prohibited. The field rolls over into turns three and four. As we made the comment a moment ago, just before they get ready to drop the green here this afternoon, we saw an awful lot of the Winston Cup drivers brushing off the wall all day yesterday. We may see some of that in this bush race here this morning as they get ready to go. Stanton Barrett and Jason Keller driving a couple of Fords are up on the front row. Four Chevrolets line up directly behind in row two and row three. Pace car behind the pit wall. They're down to the line. We're looking for the green flag and the start of the DarlingtonRaceway.com 200, and we are under green. On the break, Stanton Barrett tries to race out in clean air all by himself to get to turn one. He's not going to be able to do it. Yes, he does as he gets over in the banking and turns one and two. Now the scramble's going to be from about fifth place on back as they tuck in to field this racetrack out and leave turn two. Good break for the rookie, Stanton Barrett. He's two car lengths ahead, surging up next to the wall, down the back straightaway into turn three. Second spot belongs to Jason Keller. In the third position is Johnny Sauter, then Scott Wimmer, and in fifth is Brian Vickers. Todd Bodine going backwards for a little while, but now beginning to kind of catch up a little bit. He got stuck down on the inside lane. He's lost about five or six positions. 
It is Stanton Barrett leading the way. Has about a two-car length lead over Jason Keller, Johnny Sauter, Scott Wimmer, and Brian Vickers, the rest of the top five. Good battle for the fourth spot beginning to heat up as Brian Vickers puts the heat on Scott Wimmer. Took a peek to the inside of him. Nothing there this time. A bit further back in the pack, Randy LaJoy is on the move. He grabs an inside line, moves underneath Stacy Compton, closer to the front. Here comes Vickers again for fourth. Trying to get up there and get the position away in the early going here this afternoon. Vickers won't be able to do it. Watching Randy LaJoy had a little contact with Stacy Compton as they went through turns one and two. Kind of gave him a bump and said, look, I've got a quick car. Move over and let me go. He finally gets around. Field spreads off turn number two and heads for three. Top ten cars are all single file for the moment. Brian Vickers, who had been pressuring for that number four position, has fallen back off the bump, back bumper of the Scott Wimmer machine. They'll all hold single file off turn four. Right behind him, Mike Bliss putting pressure on Vickers now for that position. Coming off turn four, he looked momentarily down to the inside of the track for a chance to make a move. It was not there. Further back in the pack, about midways back, Jamie McMurray on the move. He's got the yellow machine hooked up, makes a move to the inside of Ashton Lewis and gains that spot in turn two. A quick move down to the inside by Jamie McMurray. That'll move him up a spot as everybody for the moment seems to be just content to settle into single file. Put some rubber down on this cold racetrack. Now closer to the front of the pack, diving low. Here's a challenge for third. They work their way down to the corner, heading back down there. Scott Wimmer, Johnny Sauter get at it as they work off into the turn side by side still for third place as they go over to turn two. Now it kind of settles down just a wee bit. These guys really slipping and sliding in the early going here, at least watching them through one and two. They go back to three. A little bit timid, Barney, about running side by side and maybe trading some bait here in the early laps. Sauter holds off Wimmer. Wimmer now under attack once again from Brian Vickers. Here's Vickers down to the inside. They'll go side by side off four. Racing for the fourth position coming off turn four, up close to the front of the field. Meanwhile, further back in the pack, Michael Waltrip having some trouble last time. He tagged the wall coming off turn four. Let's go back to the fourth place battle. Vickers still working the inside lane but he's not going to pick up a spot. Matter of fact, Dave Moody, he may lose a position. Brian Vickers having trouble sticking to that low line. Johnny Sauter able to pull up on a, uh, away from him. He rides in third. Fourth spot is Scott Wimmer. Vickers now in fifth. He's feeling the heat from Mike Bliss. Right behind them, another challenge for position. Here's Shane Meal to the bottom. Shane Meal tries to get down underneath, coming off turn number four. Won't be able to do it. The car scoots out a little bit toward the wall as they work their way back down to the start-finish line and hit over into turns one and two. The interval between first and second right now getting a little shorter as they work off turn number two and catch the tail end of the field. Stanton Barrett now will begin lapping some of the back markers. The Brian Weber machine right in front of him. Weber gives way on the bottom of the racetrack. Stanton Barrett moves around him. Three car lengths up now over the second place machine of Jason Keller. Pick up Shane Meal. He's on the move once again. Back in the ninth, eighth position that is. He's going after Bobby Hamilton Jr. Got the car planted down to the inside of the track and at the start finish line he'll complete the pass. Further back here Todd Bodine. He goes to the inside of the track, tries to gain a spot. He's racing with Ron Hornaday in turn two. Takes the position away from Hornaday at the entrance to turn number one. Drifts back up the banking in front of Hornaday. Ron Hornaday now back into the clutches of Randy LaJoy. LaJoy making some moves early on. Is on the back bumper of the AC Delco Chevrolet. Here's Todd Bodine diving low. He'll move underneath Bobby Hamilton Jr. Todd Bodine makes the car stick at the bottom of the racetrack. We haven't seen too many guys that were able to do that through either end of the speedway. Come all the way down underneath people when they're making the pass going back into the corner. 
at the end of eight laps. Stanton Barrett leads. Jason Keller's second. Johnny Sauter's third. Scott Wimmer's fourth. And Brian Vickers hangs on to fifth. Mike Bliss is sixth. Shane Meal is seventh. Scott Riggs would be eighth. Todd Bodine ninth. And Bobby Hamilton Jr. tenth as they go over to three. Leaders work down the back straightaway. Some problems on the Randy McDonald machine. Smoke coming out of the header pipes on that automobile. He is down on the apron. Will make his way toward pit road as the leaders work off toward turn one. Jamie McMurray making some nice moves in the early going. He started back in the 22nd position. McMurray continues slicing his way through the field. He's now up to the 14th spot on the move again now as he races over towards turn two. Jamie McMurray now draws a beat on the back bumper of the Stacy Compton machine. Compton says nothing doing. He's going to go on the attack now. Drive down to the inside. He'll take a spot away from Bobby Hamilton Jr. Now here comes McMurray. He puts a nose to the inside of Compton. Jamie McMurray takes the dodge up another spot as they exit turn four. Jamie McMurray's car is another one that's working in that lower groove. If you're able to get underneath somebody coming through the corner, you're going to see very little passing on the outside here at Darlington. Meanwhile, at the front of the field, the interval now between first and second. Let's call it two car lengths as they head for three. Jason Keller has closed in, and he's got some company on the back bumper as well. Right behind him, Johnny Sauter. So Stanton Barrett's day about to get a little bit more complicated. Top three now, running just a couple of car lengths apart. Randy LaJoy just outside the top ten. He's trying to come up and join these front runners. Right now, LaJoy racing with Ron Hornaday for the tenth position. Here they come off turn four. LaJoy on the attack. He pulls to the inside of Hornaday. Not quite even with him at the start-finish line. Benedict turn one. He pulls to the low side, gets the favored groove, and slides right on by to grab the spot. Kind of like the old sprint car slide job on dirt, Joe. Dive into the corner on the bottom, then allow the momentum to just drift you up the racetrack. Randy LaJoy picks up another position. Hermie Sadler is in trouble. Smoke off the Toys R Us machine. He's headed for pit road. He is on pit road right now as he rolls down. We'll bring the car into the pits at lap number 12. Quite a bit of smoke coming out of the machine as he pulls into his pit. Let's cover his stop. Well, Hermie Sadler does bring the Toys R Us machine down. The team pulls up the hood. A lot of smoke coming from underneath the hood, Barney, as the team tries to decide what the problem is. Hood is up. Not a good sign ever here at Darlington or any other racetrack when you're in competition. That scramble for the lead that we talked about a moment ago getting a little ticklish here right now. Scramble could be for second place as they work their way out of the corner and back into the straightaway. Moving up right now, Johnny Sauter, he has really got a strong race car as they swing around the speedway and head down toward turns one and two. Johnny Sauter pouring on the coals right now, making life miserable for Jason Keller. Takes a look to the inside. Keller moves down to block him. Sauter takes a look to the outside. Nothing there either. Throws some lap traffic into the mix as well as they move around now looking to the outside to put a lap on the machine of Dion Cicerelli. Johnny Sauter looks for a chance to make a move to the outside of Jason Keller. Couldn't quite do it because of that traffic that Dave Moody was talking about. So they'll stay single file now as they bypass yet another car. 14 laps complete of 147 at the DarlingtonRaceway.com 200. Sir, are you aware you were going 40 miles an hour? This is a residential area. Sure, but I'm on my lawnmower. Wait, am I getting a ticket? No, I've just never seen anyone top nine miles an hour on one of those bad boys. And mow their entire lawn in 30 seconds? What got into you? Well, it did fuel up at Sunoco this morning. At Sunoco, we know how to fuel peak performance. We've been doing it for American Racing for over 50 years. Fuel your best. Kyle Larson brings his Chevy in. Four tires.
From fueling NASCAR champions on the track for over 20 years to innovating 94 octane, the highest octane on the market. Performance is what Sunoco does. All Sunoco fuel at the pump meets the same top tier standards as the fuel used in NASCAR. From the track to your tank, you can trust Sunoco to help your vehicle perform at its peak. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. It's easy to see at this stage of the race who has the strong car, Dave Moody. Johnny Sauter took the top spot, is already pulled out by a two-second margin. Took his time getting to the lead, made the move coming off turn number two, moving underneath Stanton Barrett, but he has walked away now. Barrett's got his hands full. He's getting drop kicked now into the number two spot. On the outside goes Scott Wimmer, right behind him, Jason Keller, then Brian Vickers. Scott Wimmer has got a very strong race car. He's been trying to work his way up through traffic and is making it pay off. In fact, that whole pack of traffic going off into turn number one, Wimmer, Jason Keller, Brian Vickers, Stanton Barrett, and Todd Bodine. They're all locked up in position, trying to take a spot away from each other as they go off turn two and head for three. Todd Bodine now will be the next to go to the low line. He powers his way underneath Stanton Barrett. Move Bodine up another spot. Barrett looks in the rear view mirror. The troubles are not over yet. Mike Bliss is there looking for room underneath. Right behind Bliss comes the Shane Field machine, followed by Scott Riggs. Big car pack of traffic, all fast cars, about to be joined by two more. Randy LaJoy and Jamie McMurray about to make that a 10-pack as they race back up into turn one. Battle now for the number three position. Brian Vickers hanging on as they work around the lap car of Mike Harmon. Right behind him, Jason Keller. Keller now beginning to feel some heat as they work down the back straightaway. For the moment, everybody will remain in the single file. Jason Keller with a rear-view mirror full of the Todd Bodine machine. Bodine making some aggressive moves in traffic. He'll look to the inside in turn four. Like most of the passing we've seen has happened coming off turn number four. You just drop the nose of the car down inside, get a run coming off the corner, and that's exactly what Todd Bodine does to move around. Jason Keller. Again, traffic very heavy as they go over to turn two. Jamie McMurray continues to march his way forward. He slices down to the inside of Randy LaJoy. We'll take a spot away from him at the entrance to turn number one. Next in line, the pole sitter, Stanton Barrett. They're going to fan out three wide as they try and make their way around the lap car of Mike Harmon. Give another spot to Jamie McMurray as the yellow Dodge continues to slice its way to the front. His car is handling as good as anybody's out here at this stage of the race, maybe other than Johnny Sauters, who is really hooked up and is now pulled away by 2.1. One seconds. Let's follow McMurray now. He got by Randy LaJoy, now catches another heavy pack of traffic, racing up into turn number one. This time he's taking the high side to get by lap traffic. Goes around the lap car of Larry Gunselman, as now he's got some open racetrack in front of him before he catches some more of the leaders to deal with. At the front of the pack, it is all Johnny Sauter right now. Second spot belongs to Scott Wimmer, but behind him, they're beginning to close in. It's Brian Vickers, Todd Bodine, and Jason Keller. The interval right now between first and second is approaching a second and a half for Johnny Sauter, so he's got a very good lead for the moment here. We've completed 24 laps. Said a moment ago that Hermie Sadler was on pit road. They had the hood up on the car. Let's see if we can get a quick update from Danielle Fry. Well, Barney, the team seems to think that it might have been a, an apparent oil line problem. They went under the hood 
tightened the, the oil fitting, the oil line fittings underneath the hood, and Hermie uh, went back out on the track. Got several cars that have already gone to the garage area. Those machines that are out of the event: Brian Weber, Randy McDonald, Jason White, Mike Potter, and Justin Ashburn. But for the moment, it's all Johnny Sauter. Scott Wimmer still second, Brian Vickers third, Todd Bodine fourth, and Jason Keller, your top five. Another fast mover is Joe Nemechek. He started back in the 27th position. He sliced his way through the field, and the most recent winner in the Bush Series, Joe Nemechek, now up to the 14th spot. And Stanton Barrett has fallen back after starting on the pole here today. He's now running in the 13th position. Members of the media in attendance for today's race will vote the Goodies Headache Award to the driver who suffers the hardest luck during the running or preparation for this race. He'll receive $250 and a sample of Goodies Headache Powder and tablets to help cure his headache. Goodies Headache Powder. Troubling turn. Trouble in turn four. Michael Waltrip is around. He gets nailed by Larry Gunzelman. Kerry Earnhardt is also involved along with the David Green machine. Michael Waltrip, who's brushed the wall a couple of times in turn number four, got up into the concrete, had the lift out of the gas to try and save it. He got tagged from behind. And we have three cars that are damaged in that spin up there in turn number four. It has brought out the caution flag at lap 26. It is the first one of the afternoon. Let's go back to turn three. All but the Larry Gunzelman machine, Barney, able to pull away. Gunzelman has rolled to a stop at the bottom of the racetrack. The window net is down on the 31W insulation machine. Michael Waltrip, as I mentioned, has bounced off the wall in turn four at least a couple of times that we've seen today. That time he got it in pretty good shape, had to lift out of the throttle, and a heavy-duty pack of traffic behind him piled in, and it turned into a four- or five-car confrontation. Our first caution flag of the morning coming out on lap number 26. Four cars involved over in turn number four. Again, David Green, Kerry Earnhardt, Michael Waltrip, and Larry Gunzelman. We had reported earlier Michael Waltrip tagged the wall coming up off turn number four. Apparently did not do a whole lot of damage to the car at that time. David Green should have started seventh today. They made an engine change. He had to start at the rear of the field. We just documented the fact he was making some nice moves coming up through the field. Was just getting up into the top 15 when he got caught up in that crash. And again, that the first caution flag of the day. Cleanup is underway down in turn number four, but it is past the entrance to Pit Road. So Pit Road should be open as the cars come around this time. And indeed, most are dropping off the banking, coming in to make their first pit stop of the day at lap number 28. Johnny Sauter leads the parade down the pit road at pit road speed of 35 miles per hour. Scott Wimmer behind him in second. Brian Vickers, Todd Bodine, Jason Keller now running in fifth. Sixth is Mike Bliss, Scott Riggs seventh, Jamie McMurray, Shane Meal, and Ron Hornaday rest of the top ten. Let's cover the stops. First down to Steve Post. Ashton Lewis in. It's four tires and gas. And the number 46 machine. Also Reagan Smith in. The number 18 of Coy Gibbs in. And also routine pit work on the number 19 car here on pit road. That's Chad Blount. Adam Alexander. And we'll start our coverage down this way with Scott Wimmer. He's the first to hit his pits on the front end of the pit lane. Also making a pit stop. The pole sitter today, Stanton Barrett. All these guys are going to get four tires and fuel. Hank Parker Jr. is in. Scott Riggs is in. Mike Bliss. Todd Bodine making a stop, as is Jason Keller. It's going to be Scott Wimmer. Nope, Todd Bodine winning the battle off the pit lane. Now to the midsection of pit road and Danielle Fry. Well, Adam, it was routine work down here for the midsection. Johnny Sauter brought his car in. They took on four tires. The car was really, really tight, so they made an air pressure adjustment with that crew chief butch hilton told johnny just to be patient also trying to be patient is brian vickers they took on four tires along with hermie sadler shane mill brian vickers joe nemachek and ron barfield that's it from the midsection larry gunselman's car is hooked up to a wrecker as they'll take it back to the garage area he suffered heavy damage to the front end of that machine and that was one of those accidents up there joe that you look at and when it starts they kind of get crossways in the middle of the racetrack a couple of cars had nowhere to go and got right in the middle of it 
Good pit work uh, by Todd Bodine. His crew gets his car out first as we get ready to go back under the green flag. We'll give you the weather running here momentarily. First, let's get a NASCAR performance tip. I'm Eli Gold with today's NASCAR performance tip. If you'll watch motorists at self-service gas stations, you'll see a lot of folks who are in a big hurry. What you won't see are people taking time out to make a few simple checks under the hood. The Car Care Council says that over 80% of vehicles on the road have either low or dirty fluids. So while the gallons are clicking by on the pump, I suggest popping that hood and checking the fluids. In many of today's cars, the type of fluid is marked right on the cap. Otherwise, refer to your owner's manual for location information. Cars have a number of fluids, but the six easiest ones to check during a fill-up are the oil, antifreeze, brake fluid, and washer solution. The transmission fluid needs to be checked with the car running, so wait until your fill-up is done to take a look at it. If you find that any of the fluids are low or dirty, it's time to make an appointment at your repair facility. If you're at a convenience store, many of these fluids, such as oil, antifreeze, brake fluid and washer solution can probably be purchased on the spot and if you feel comfortable topping them off yourself there's no time like the present remember to be car care aware for more maintenance tips log on to www.carcare.org cleaning up for the first caution of the afternoon when david green carrie earnhardt michael waltrip and larry gunzelman got together in turn four track has been cleaned the field is now getting the one to go signal let's take a look at the AutoZone leaderboard at lap 29 todd bodine is now the race leader third different leader of the race today scott wemmer is second johnny zauter is third scott riggs fourth and mike bliss is fifth sixth is jamie mcmurray jason keller is seventh eighth is brian vickers ninth is joe nemacek and running in tenth now is ron hornaday and eleventh is randy lejoy 12th is Shane Meal, 13th Ashton Lewis Jr., 14th is Stanton Barrett, 15th Casey Kane, running in 16th Stacy Compton, 17th is Kevin Grubb, 18th is Mike Wallace, 19th Coy Gibbs, and in 20th is Hank Parker Jr., 21st is Chad Blunt, Bobby Hamilton Jr., 22nd, Tim Sauter, 23rd, Reagan Smith, 24th, and Ron Young is 25th. Don Sicarelli is 26th, Morgan Shepard's 27th, Mike Harmon rides 28th, Chris Bingham is 29th, Brad Teague is 30th, Jason Schuler is 31st, Ron Barfield shows 30 32nd, David Green is 33rd. Kerry Earnhardt would be 34th. Michael Waltrip, 35th. Hermie Sadler, 36th. 37th is Larry Gunselman's machine that's showing for the moment. These cars already out of the event in 38th position. Brian Weber, Randy McDonald, 39th. Jason White, 40th. Mike Potter and Justin Ashburn make up the field. Uh, those cars are in the garage. And that's a look at the AutoZone leaderboard. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Quickly to pit road. David Green has brought his car to the garage. David, what happened? Um... I don't know. I, I, Michael, I saw him sitting sideways and right in front of me, actually, and uh, the 12 car and, and him had made contact. I don't know what happened, so I don't. Uh, but I was looking right at Michael and um, and, and tried to get woe down. Of course, you kind of sliding right here, you know. And uh, there's one car I lapped out there. I know two or three times, and I just lapped him on this for the second or third time, and he he got me in the right rear and drove me right into him. Tough break for David Green. Back under the green flag. Todd Bodine leads the parade back up into turn one. Scott Wimmer rides in second, about four car lengths back. Then the lap car of Hermie Sadler. Third place machine belongs to so- Johnny Sauter as they fan off the banking to the back straightaway. Fourth is Scott Riggs. Fifth spot is Mike Bliss. Then Jamie McMurray. Single file for the moment as they work turns three and four. Everything going Todd Bodine's way. They made a great pit stop to beat everybody back onto the racetrack, and he had a good restart. He's pulled away by three or four, well, actually about ten car lengths right now over Scott Wimmer and Johnny Sauter. 
The good scramble is going to be from third place on back. Johnny Sauter, Scott Riggs, Mike Bliss, and Jamie McMurray all locked up nose to tail off turn two. The lap car of Hermie Sadler, Barney, kind of log jamming, jamming that group. Johnny Sauter, the first of the lead lap cars. He rides in third, trying to make his way past Hermie, but not having a lot of luck doing that. That allows Scott Riggs, Mike Bliss, Jamie McMurray, and now add Jason Keller to the mix. Those five cars run nose to tail. Scott Riggs looks to the low side of the track momentarily coming off turn four. Doesn't see the opportunity. He gets back in line. Bliss is just behind him. Then Jamie McMurray, he starts checking the waters now as he races down to turn two. Ryan Vickers also closing in on the tail end of that pack along with Joe Nemechek who's come from a long way back in the field to crack his way close to the top ten. Here's Jamie McMurray now diving to the inside. He'll make a run on Mike Bliss at the entrance to turn number three. McMurray down low. Bliss up high. Jamie McMurray unable to make it stick in four. Jamie McMurray had a good run going through three and four there. In fact, he had the car almost down to the white line of the flat part of the racetrack at one time, but just could not complete the pass. Now, this pack of traffic from third place on back, actually about 12 cars there, are all running for track position. There's no lap cars in that group as they head over to three. Lead pair have used that advantage to break away. Todd Bodine with a big lead in hand, running all by himself in second is Scott Wimmer. Then comes the log jam. Sauter followed by Riggs, Mike Bliss, Jamie McMurray, still single file. Just behind them, Jason Keller trying desperately to hang on to the seventh position. He's been backsliding for a while. Now Brian Vickers wants to go forward. He's hooked up with Joe Nemechek. They're teaming up in that battle as they race back to one. Nemechek has closed in on the tail end to make that a three-car battle. Jason Keller under attack. Young Brian Vickers again sneaks a peek to the inside off turn two, but can't find anything there. That inside line, not a lot of rubber down. Still a little bit greasy. They're having a tough time making the run in the low lane. The majority of the passes we have seen come off this afternoon have been made up through three and four, and they've done it by getting underneath somebody coming off the corner, putting a good run on them here in the straightaway. And the caution flag is out, Barney, for trouble in the back straightaway. One car down on the inside lane. It's the Mike Harmon machine. He's made some heavy contact with the inside retaining wall, Joe. Lost the handle coming off turn two. Pretty much head on into the inside concrete. Mike Harmon's car running, but it's putting down some fluid as he limps his way back to the garage area. Second caution flag of the day. It comes out at lap 36 again for an incident this time that happened off turn two. We are under caution here at Darlington. We're back at Darlington. They're getting ready to go back to green. Todd Bodine will be the leader. Scott Wimmer is second. Johnny Sauter's third. Scott Riggs is fourth. And Mike Bliss is fifth, followed by Jamie McMurray back there in sixth place. Jason Keller, seventh. Brian Vickers, eighth. Ron Hornaday, ninth. And Randy LaJoy is tenth. Had some pretty hard racing up at the front of the field. Been some very exciting racing here on this Monday morning at Darlington Raceway. Joe Nemechek started back in 27th, was running 9th. He's made an extra stop on pit road. Danielle Fry? That's right, Joe. Uh, Joe Nemechek brought his uh, Cellular One Chevrolet down to pit road. The team uh, pulled open the hood, looked underneath. They thought he had a slight miss in the engine. They are down a cylinder. Joe started today 27th and had currently moved into the top 10, so a re- very uh, tough break for Joe Nemechek. The attrition rate's been very high in the early going. We're only 39 laps into the event here this afternoon. 147 will make up the distance, and already these cars are behind the wall. Mike Harmon is out of the event. Morgan Shepard, David Green, Kerry Earnhardt, Michael Waltrip. Also behind the wall is Brian Weber, Randy McDonald, Jason White, Mike Potter, and Justin Ashburn. 
If you're wondering what's going on, why we're racing on Monday morning, this race originally scheduled for Saturday, rained out and moved to this morning. Yes, we are live here at Darlington Raceway, bringing you coverage here on the Motor Racing Network of the DarlingtonRaceway.com 200. We've now completed 39 of the 147 laps. Two lead changes among three drivers so far. Caution flags have waved a total of two times. MRN Radio and Champion Sports Group have teamed up to bring race fans along on an end-of-the-year cruise like none other. Dale Earnhardt Jr. is taking over Royal Caribbean Cruise Line's Majesty of the Seas for four days, and you can come along. For more information on how you can go cruising with Dale Jr. and other NASCAR stars, log on to DaleJrCruise.com, or you can call 1-800-391-TRIP. I'd like to go on that if they don't let Dale Jr. drive the boat. <laughs> that would make it interesting, wouldn't it? <laughs> Be doing donuts out there. Field comes to the line. They're now getting the one-to-go signal with Todd Bodine as the race leader. He took over on lap number 29. We're now at lap 40. Scott Wimmer is second. Johnny Sauter is third. Fourth is Scott Riggs. And fifth is Mike Bliss. Jamie McMurray started back at the back. He's up to the sixth position now. Jason Keller, who started on the outside of the front row, is now running seventh. Brian Vickers is eighth. Ninth is Ron Hornaday. Tenth is Randy LaJoy. Shane Meals in 11th. Twelfth is Casey Kane. Thirteenth is Ashton Lewis, Jr. Stanton Barrett, who started on the pole today, he's now 14th. 15th is Kevin Grubb. Hank Parker Jr. is 16th. 17th, Stacey Compton. 18th, Mike Wallace. 19th is Chad Blunt. And 20th is Tim Sauter. Reagan Smith runs in 21st. 22nd, Coy Gibbs. Bobby Hamilton Jr., 23rd. Joe Nemechek, 24th. And Ron Young is 25th. It'll be Brad Teague restarting 26th. Jason Schuler 27th. Chris Bingham, 28th. Ron Barfield, 29th. 30th is Don Siccarelli, and 31st is Hermie Sadler. These cars in the garage we told you a moment ago, Mike Harmon, Morgan Shepard, David Green, Kerry Earnhardt, and Michael Waltrip. Larry Gunselman is still on the racetrack, showing in 37th position uh, with quite a bit of damage on his car. Brian Weber is out, so is Randy McDonald, Jason White, Mike Potter, and Justin Ashburn as they get ready to go back to green. Todd Bodine, as we said a moment ago, his pit crew did a good stop to get him out ahead of everybody else, and he's been able to hang on to the lead. Let's see if he gets a good restart like he did just a moment ago as the pace car ducks in behind pit wall and they bring him down to the start-finish line looking for the green flag. It is not yet in the air. Only one lap car down to the inside, so he won't have much problem there as he works off into turn number one as he and Hermie Sadler. Well, Hermie wants to get one of his laps back as they go off into turn one. Won't get it in turn one, Barney, as uh, Bodine just jets away from the outside row, immediately jumps out to a 10 or 12 car length advantage around the outside. Now Scott Wimmer will put the lap car Hermie Sadler away. Behind him, they're shuffling it up two and three wide. Jamie McMurray on the attack. Watch out. Gets into Mike Bliss. Bliss head on into the outside retaining wall. Pins the Rockwell automation machine up next to the concrete. Single car incident as Mike Bliss grinds along the concrete and comes to a stop at the top of turn number four. They were racing for the fifth position down the back straightaway. You could almost see that thing coming. They were ganging up from third on back, and McMurray went all the way to the bottom of the racetrack, making it three wide momentarily. Slight contact with Mike Bliss and Dave Moody. That's all it took. That's all it takes at Darlington, Joe, especially at the entrance to the corners where things tighten up in a big hurry. Jamie McMurray fanned out three wide, trying to make a move around the lap cars. It turned into a hornet's nest. Just momentary contact between McMurray's Dodge and the Rockwell 
wall automation machine of Mike Bliss, but Bliss got turned right hand sideways into the wall, head on crash, serious damage on that machine. We made the statement when we came on the air that yesterday in the Winston Cup race here, one of the most exciting we've seen at Darlington in a long, long time, but quite a few cars were bouncing off the wall, but they were able to continue. Today, the trend has just been the opposite. The guys that have hit the wall have done enough sheet metal damage that most of them will be heading for the garage, and very likely Mike Bliss will too. Looks like there's some pretty heavy damage to his car. His car just shot straight up into the outside retaining wall after contact was made by Jimmy McMurray with him at the end of the back straightaway. Safety personnel there between turns three. Three and four now tending to the car and trying to get Mike Bliss out. Let's go back to Dave Moody for an update. They are tending to Mike Bliss, Joe. The helmet has just come out the window, and we expect Mike will be alongside shortly as the window net is down on the Rockwell automation machine. They're working with Bliss after a hard hit into the outside concrete. Here comes Mike Bliss climbing out of the car, and he appears to be okay. I'm sure he's quite upset, though. Had a very good car here today and uh, was running there in the fifth position when the crash occurred here early in the running of the DarlingtonRaceway.com 200, just 43 laps in to the 147. It's going to be a short week for these Bush Series machines. They head off to Bristol Motor Speedway in Tennessee for their next race next weekend, along with the Winston Cup cars at Bristol. MRN Radio heads out west to Mesa Marin Raceway in Bakersfield, California for the NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series and the Lucas Oil 250. That is next Sunday at 445 Eastern Time, our coverage of the Lucas Oil 250. From there, it's on to the Texas Motor Speedway, Bush Series, and Winston Cup cars. MRN Radio picks up the schedule of the Talladega Super Speedway on the weekend of April the 4th through the 6th for the Aaron's 312 Bush Series race and the Aaron's 499 from there on to Martinsville Speedway in Virginia for our coverage of the second short track race of the year, the Virginia 500. Trucks also at Martinsville that weekend in the Advance Auto Parts 250. And that same weekend, these Bush teams will be at Nashville Super Speedway running the Pepsi 300. MRN Radio with coverage of all those events. Ticket offices are open this morning right now. You can call and make your plans to join us at some great, exciting NASCAR racing coming up. If not, as always, you can catch it right here on MRN. We are still under caution here at Darlington, and it will be the the, uh, third one this afternoon. Mike Bliss hitting the wall over in turn number three. Cleanup efforts continuing up in that part of the racetrack. Let's go trackside right now. Barney, things just about complete up here. Mike Bliss will take the mandatory ride back to the infield care center. The safety crews now have got the Rockwell Automation Chevrolet up on the back of the record. Pretty quick work. They've cleared the scene, and we should be set to go momentarily. Getting ready to go back to green here when they get the area cleaned up over in three and four where the latest caution flag has been displayed to slow the field down to clean up the accident over there involving Mike Bliss. Kind of looking back through the notes, I didn't realize that the Winston Cup drivers have shut out the Bush drivers this year in the three events that they have run, fourth uh, counting here today. But the Cup drivers have won all three of the events starting at Darlington, then Las Vegas, or at Richmond, and then, not Richmond, but Rockingham, and then Las Vegas. We'll be at Richmond soon, though. (laughs) Todd Bodine, uh, a Winston Cup driver, currently leading the race here today. And let's check on the situation on that car. Adam Alexander, we talked about earlier when they came in and made that stop back on lap uh, 28. They were the quickest off pit road. Did they do a complete stop there, or what happened? Yeah, it was four tires in fuel, Joe. They made no adjustments to the race car. Todd has been very happy with the way it's handling in the early going. Their pit stops have been very solid all part of the early, uh, in the early part of the season, I should say. And that team right now without a sponsor, one of the clubs out looking right now, they want to run a complete season. At this point, they're not going to be able to. But pit work like that, if they can keep Todd out front, that's the best way to find a sponsor if you're celebrating week in and week out in victory lane. They've called off the green flag. One more lap before we get back onto the green here at Darlington. 
Today's broadcast of the DarlingtonRaceway.com 200 on MRN Radio is brought to you in part by Goody's Headache Powder, the official pain reliever of NASCAR. By Ray Bestus, the best in brakes, certified for your safety. By AutoZone, get in the zone. AutoZone. And by Wix Filters, the number one filter in NASCAR. Getting ready to go back to green flag racing. 22 cars remain on the lead lap at this juncture. After 46 laps, they'll take the green at lap 47, and Todd Bodine will show the way when they come down to the line. The lap car underneath him again is Hermie Sadler, who tried a moment ago unsuccessfully to get himself back on the tail end of the lead lap as they work their way out of turn number four. It'll be Todd Bodine, Scott Wimmer, Johnny Sauter, Jamie McMurray, and Scott Riggs, the top five, as they get ready to look for the green here at the start-finish line. It is in the air, and they race off to turn number one. Good restart for Hermie Sadler. He's got a run on Todd Bodine. Can he get himself around him as they work their way off into one and two? This is not for the lead, but it's a pretty good scramble over to turn two. Hermie doing everything he can to get back on the lead circuit or at least get one of his laps back, but it's not going to work as that outside line continues to be the quick way around. Todd Bodine takes the lead down to the bottom, diving low three wide again. Here comes Jamie McMurray. He dives low. He's going to take Johnny Sauter three wide with the left arm. Hermie Sadler. Absolutely fearless that Jamie McMurray after what happened the last time he tried that, but he does it again. Goes for it. This time it pays off. He gets down to the inside of Johnny Sauter. And Jamie McMurray now moves up to the third position. A little bit of ground to make up, though, to catch the second-place man, Scott Wimmer. He's about a half second ahead. Wimmer has opened up a pretty good gap over Jamie McMurray, who now rides in third. Johnny Sauter's still trying to deal with the lap car of Hermie Sadler, not able to make a move. Here's a side-by-side battle right behind him. Scott Riggs down to the inside. Ron Hornaday on the outside. Hits the spot to Hornaday up high. There's about 12 cars in that pack of traffic as they chase the leader back to the start-finish line. That's Todd Bodine hanging on to the lead, but from Jamie McMurray on back, it is a hornet's nest. McMurray is third, Sauter's fourth, Ron Hornaday is fifth, and Scott Riggs is sixth. As we said, there's a dozen cars in that pack of traffic as they leave turn two. Seventh belongs to Jason Keller, and eighth is Brian Vickers. He's feeling the heat from Randy LaJoy. Right behind him, the Shane Meal machine, as they continue to form it up in single file for the moment. Next in line comes Casey Kane, as they work it off the banking in turn four. Here's Ron Hornaday sweeping to the inside of the track, trying to pick up a spot from Johnny Sauter. That is the fourth place battle. Hornaday tries to pull even. Just behind them is the race between the cars of Brian Vickers. He works down to the inside of Jason Keller. Side by side, Vickers looking low, can't do it. Car washes up the banking. That opens the door to the inside for Randy LaJoy. He can't make it. He drifts up. That opens the door for Shane Meal. Nobody able to stick down low right now in turn one and two. A whole lot of side by side racing, but no changes in position. Say what, some of these young drivers are totally fearless here at Darlington. Jamie McMurray, we have seen him stack them three wide over there. Brian Vickers has done the same thing a couple of times as they head back into turn one. Second place machine is off the pace. Barney Scott Wimmer drops down down to the apron, powering around him, Jamie McMurray, the lap car of Hermie Sadler. Wimmer is in trouble, running very slowly down on the bottom of the racetrack. Todd Bodine continues to show the way. Second place machine now still a half straightaway behind is Jamie McMurray. Up to third now is Ron Hornaday, followed by Johnny Sauter and Scott Riggs. Wimmer came off turn four, looked to be up to full speed, and suddenly the car slowed. Adam Alexander, any idea? Yeah, they're getting ready to come down pit road. Not sure exactly what the reason is, Joe. At this point, they're saying that they 
They may have uh, brushed into the wall, got some sheet metal damage. Perhaps they've cut down a tire on the right side. They're prepared to make a pit stop, and we'll keep you updated here in just a moment. He passes the entrance to pit road. There is damage on the right side. He has pancaked the right side of the car, apparently getting a Darlington stripe, which will cost him an opportunity for a win or a good finish here today. Todd Bodine continues to show the way here at Darlington Raceway. Margin from him back to Jamie McMurray now is just about the length of the straightaway. It's measured at a total of three seconds. Back downstairs. Yeah, walking out of the infield, care center, Mike Bliss. Mike, that was an awful hard hit in turn number three. Are you all right, and what happened? Yeah, I'm fine. Um, you know, with all that safety stuff you have on, the hogs and everything, it takes a big blow. But, you know, the Rockwell Animation Chevrolet was awful fast. I just bided my time. You know, I had a good run on the restart on my 10, and then got to three, and I felt like I got turned in the wall. You know, I don't, I don't know what happened for sure, but uh, all I know is I got turned into the wall, and it's a shame. That's Mike Bliss, very disappointed, but he's all right. Torn up race car, but he is okay. Scott Wimmer does bring his car down to the attention of his crew this time. As Joe said, there is some damage on it. Let's follow him down to his pit. And they bring the car down. He's going to stop the Chevrolet Monte Carlo. The crew immediately goes to work on the right side, Barney. They are surveying damage, seeing if perhaps they've knocked the toe out when he hit the wall with that right side of his race car. He's now shut off the engine. This is going to be an extensive stop for Scott Wimmer, a guy that had one top ten on the season. He was seventh in August here a year ago at Darlington, but unfortunately problems early for Scott Wimmer. Ron Hornaday, Johnny Sauter, Scott Riggs, and Brian Vickers still going at it for a position on the racetrack. That would be for third place as they work off turn two. Hornaday rides in third. He's getting plenty of heat from Johnny Sauter. Sauter not out of harm's way either. Scott Riggs right on his back bumper looking for racing room. Then it's Brian Vickers, Randy LaJoy, Jason Keller, and add Kevin Grubb to that draft as well. Here's Vickers to the inside on Scott Riggs. Vickers has made that move a number of times, dropping down between turns three and four to get a run at Scott Riggs, and every time by the Get, by the time they get to the front straightaway, he's forced to fall back in line in single file. But his car is strong. Of course, he's got to be careful, Dave, because Randy LaJoy is right behind him. Yeah, indeed he is. And every time Vickers looks to the bottom, if he can't make it stick, he has to slide back into line, goes way high, and that opens the door for Randy LaJoy. The Darlington stripes are beginning to accumulate. Casey Kane picked his up a couple of laps ago. He's now beginning to drop back through the field as well with some cosmetic damage on the right side of that machine. Let's run you back through the top 15 at lap 15. 57 right now. Todd Bodine leads. Jamie McMurray is second. Ron Hornaday is third. Johnny Sauter is fourth. And Scott Riggs is fifth. Brian Vickers shows sixth. Randy LaJoy is seventh. Jason Keller is eighth. Kevin Grubb is ninth. Hank Parker Jr. is tenth. And Shane Meal is eleventh. Ashton Lewis Jr. shows twelfth. Stacey Compton thirteenth. Casey Kane fourteenth. And Chad Blount is 15th. Taking you further down the AutoZone leaderboard at lap 57. Back in the 20th position, you've got the car of Reagan Smith. 21st is Stanton Barrett. Ron Young is 22nd. 23rd, Jason Schuler. Ron Barfield is 24th. And Brad Teague is in 25th. 26th is Chris Bingham. Dion Siccarelli is in 27th. Scott Wimmer has now taken his car behind the wall. Hermie Sandler is shown in 29th. He's some five laps down. Mike Bliss is out of the race. Same for Morgan Shepard. Also the cars of Joe Nemechek, Mike Harmon. David Green is out. Kerry Earnhardt is out of the event, along with Michael Waltrip, Larry Gunzelman, Brian Weber, Randy McDonald, Jason White, Mike Potter, and Justin Ashburn. It's almost as many cars in the garage as there are on the racetrack. It's a look at the AutoZone leaderboard at lap 59. Get in the zone. AutoZone. 
Still a good race back from fifth place. That's Brian Vickers, Scott Riggs, Randy LaJoy, and Kevin Grubb. They traded a little sheet metal just a moment ago going off turn two, and that's where they are right now. Brian Vickers finally made that inside move work, Barney. He's been working on Scott Riggs for the last five or six laps. Finally got a handle on that low lane coming off two. A little bit of contact, but Vickers now surges by, picks up a spot. He'll set off in pursuit of Johnny Sauter. Randy LaJoy now on the move. He's going after Scott Riggs coming off turn four. LaJoy putting the pressure on, looking to the outside. Kevin Grubb just behind him. But Todd Bodine continues to lead by nearly four seconds over Jamie McMurray with Hornaday in third, Sauter fourth, Vickers fifth, 60 of 140. Cleanup continues after Tim Sauter's crash. His car now is being hauled away at the end of the front straightaway here, and the field is past the entrance of pit road. No one came down pit road because it's closed for now. They'll get the opportunity probably the next lap by. We've had two lead changes among three drivers so far today. Four caution flags have waved. It is Todd Bodine right now, the race leader over Jamie McMurray, Ron Hornaday, Johnny Sauter, and Brian Vickers. This mid-race update brought to you by MBNA. Apply for an official NASCAR credit card issued by MBNA with a photo of one of more than 60 drivers. Log on to MBNA.com or when you attend a NASCAR event, be sure to visit one of the familiar green MBNA booths and receive a free gift just for applying. When pit road is open, likely we'll see the front of the field diving in there in a moment. Todd Bodine is the leader. Jamie McMurray is second. Ron Hornaday is third at this juncture. Johnny Sauter is fourth, and Brian Vickers is fifth. Then Scott Riggs, sixth. Randy LaJoy, seventh. Hank Parker, Jr., eighth. Jason Keller, ninth. And Shane Meal, that make up your top ten. Looking up in turn number four to see if they'll be peeling off, and they are. All the cars on the lead lap look like they're going to be coming down pit road and making a stop. And the stops will come at lap 64. The attrition rate continues to build tim Sauter, the latest to take his car behind the pit wall when he hit the front uh, pit wall here sliding down the front straightaway just a moment ago here comes the field down into the pit area right now to make this stop at lap 64 as we told you a moment ago danielle fry johnny Sauter brings his payday chevrolet into his pit the crew's working on the right side then they're going to move to the left side he's going to take on four tires and two cans of fuel also in is ron hornaday and casey kane they're both taking on four tires and fuel Brian Vicker, also in Shane Mills, along with Jamie McMurray. Down to Adam Alexander. That was great pit work. They got Todd Bodine out in the lead the last time. A good stop for them. Four tires and fuel again. Hank Parker Jr. is in. Scott Riggs is in. Also making a pit stop. Randy LaJoy, Jason Keller. And it's going to be Todd Bodine winning the battle off the pit lane. Down now to Steve Post. Four tires and gas for Ashton Lewis, having a good run, running in the 11th spot when he came down pit road. Also, Coy Gibbs had four tires and gas. Chad Blunt and Reagan Smith, they uh, had to work on the right side of that car. He's still in the lead lap, but a lot of damage on the right side. Apparently, he has a Darlington stripe. So all the leaders got a chance to come in and service their cars, and there was, uh, there was quite a few of them that were slipping and sliding after this long green flag run, so very thankful that they got the opportunity to make the stop here at lap number 64. So Todd Bodine regains the lead. Now those cars a lap down or more come off the banking to make their stops at lap 65. Dale Earnhardt Jr., Jeff and Ward Burton, Greg Biffle, Bobby Labonte, and Kevin Harvick. What do they all have in common? Well, they started their careers in the NASCAR Dodge Weekly Series. Across the nation, NASCAR's future stars are on display at your local NASCAR track every week. The NASCAR Dodge Weekly Series is NASCAR's national championship for weekly short track racers. So take the whole family and experience the excitement of the NASCAR Dodge Weekly Series in your hometown. To find a track near you, visit NASCAR.com or America Online. Keyword NASCAR. 
set the field for you after this round of pit stops for the leaders at least. Todd Bodine beats everybody off pit road. He reassumes the lead, so Todd will start restart first when they put the green back out in a few laps from now. Scott Riggs second, Ron Hornaday third, Brian Vickers fourth, and Randy LaJoy is fifth. Johnny Sauter sixth, Jamie McMurray seventh, Jason Keller eighth after this round of pit stops. Ninth is Shane Meal, and tenth will be Ashton Lewis, Jr. Eleventh is Hank Parker, Jr. Stacy Compton will be twelfth. Chad Blount will restart thirteenth. Casey Kane, fourteenth. Stanton Barrett, fifteenth. Mike Wallace, 16th. Kevin Grubb, 17th. Coy Gibbs in 18th position. 19th should be Bobby Hamilton, Jr., and Reagan Smith should make up the top 20. And those are the cars on the lead lap. 20 cars remain on the lead lap with 82 laps to go. One lap down in 21st is Jason Schuler. 22nd is Ron Barfield. 23rd, Ron Young. Dion Siccarelli is in 24th, and Brad Teague is 25th. Chris Bingham runs in 26th. Tim Sauter now out of the race. He was a cause of that most recent caution flag. Hermie Sadler's back out some five laps down. He's in 28th. Scott Wimmer's out of the race after running so strong early on. Morgan Shepard is back in. He's a number of laps down. Also out of the race, the cars of Mike Bliss, Joe Nemechek, Mike Harmon, Kerry Earnhardt. David Green is out. Michael Waltrip out of the event. Larry Gunselman has come back in after being involved in an early race crash. Also out, Brian Weber, Randy McDonald, Jason White, Mike Potter, and Justin Ashburn. It's a look at the AutoZone leaderboard at lap 66. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Field will go green next time by. Making a few notes this morning, something I did not realize, and I bet you didn't either. Jason Keller has started 19 bush races here at Darlington. He has never led a lap at this racetrack. That is unbelievable. And this, in his home state, you might consider this uh, his, his home racetrack. Best ever finish was uh, a runner-up in uh, August of last year, the fall race last season. So, yeah, he would like to uh, have a good showing in front of uh, his home state peeps here, if I'd say. He runs good every time he comes here, but I just, just to, to to think that he's been here in 19 races and has yet to lead a lap at this racetrack is hard to believe. As they get ready to go back to green, we look and there's at least a dozen cars in the garage area. As Joe told you a moment ago, the attrition rate been very high here at Darlington this morning. I was kind of looking at the walls when I walked across from the, the garage area this morning heading up to the tower down there in 1 and 2. It almost looked like they painted the thing black. It was white when everybody mm-hmm. came in here on Thursday, but that wall has got a good workout in both ends of the speedway in the last three days here at Darlington. They use a lot of white paint here at Darlington getting ready for each race weekend because uh, from the previous race weekend, it is just about black all the way around the wall because of uh, all the contact made during the course of a race weekend. About to be some more of that here as we get ready to go back onto the green flag now with 80 laps to go in the darlingtonraceway.com 200 todd bodine brings the field back down to the line green flag waves this time he has ron hornaday hooked up behind him and hornaday does not let him pull away like he's been getting off earlier this afternoon although hornaday does have to deal with a lap car of hermie sadler ron hornaday will deal with him on the bottom of the racetrack dives low blows underneath sadler so for the first time all day todd bodine not able to get away quite so easily at the drop of the green flag his lead is just five car lengths over Ron Hornaday. Then the lap car of Hermie Sadler, followed by Scott Riggs. And again, Jamie McMurray decides to ride down at the bottom of the racetrack and trying to pick up a few positions as he comes off the corner up here. Won't be able to do anything for the moment. He and Jason Keller go at it as they work off into turn number one. But meanwhile, the leader, Todd Bodine, long gone over in turn two. Todd just turns on the afterburners, Barney. The first few laps after the green flag, his car is absolutely on a rail. He's got a big lead in hand already. Ron Hornaday rides alone in second for the moment. And 
the bottleneck behind him. The lap car of Hermie Sadler. Scott Riggs looking for a way by. He'll dive low, followed by Brian Vickers. Scott Riggs trying to get by the lap car. Hermie Sadler right lined up behind him, the machine of Brian Vickers. They both are on the march now, getting by the lap car, not letting Ron Hornaday get too far away. But Hornaday apparently can't do anything with Todd Bodine. There's a problem now for Randy LaJoy, Joe. If he didn't get the wall in turn four, he sure scared the heck out of it, and he's going backwards a bit now. The Kleenex machine has got some damage on the right side. He's lost a handful of spots as they steam down the back straightaway. Another pack of cars set to move underneath him. It is the Ashton Lewis machine now going to the inside. Randy LaJoy right out against the wall as they come through three and four. He didn't scrub it that time, but we'll take a look at him and see if we see a big stripe down the side of the car. Can't really tell as he passes us here, but he is losing positions again as he goes back to one. Let's go to the pits. Now, they say that he didn't get into the wall. Doesn't think he got into the wall, but he might have broken a shock. He's still not sure. Going to stay on the racetrack to try to assess exactly what the problem is. But one of the former winners of this race, unfortunately, having problems in the middle stages. Hank Parker Jr. makes a nice move further back in the pack. He's up to the 11th position now. He's having a good day so far here at Darlington. Here goes Scott Riggs. Wants to get by Ron Hornaday. Thinks maybe he has something for Todd Bodine. But for now, he's still got his hands full getting by Hornaday. Riggs looks to the inside. Can't make it stick at the entrance to turn number one. Forced to fall in line. He's got some company on the rear flank as well as Brian Vickers is right there riding in the number four position. For the moment, they'll remain single file. Hornaday in second. Riggs in third. Vickers number four spot. Here's Riggs again to the bottom. That's the best battle on the racetrack right now. Riggs takes the inside groove coming off turn number four. It'd be a dead heat at the start finish line. And for the moment, as they swing down to turn number one, Brian Vickers looked like he even had thoughts of making them three deep going off into that corner. Let's stay with it with that one off turn two. Vickers didn't think about it for long. Barney falls down to the inside lane. Scott Riggs completes the pass. He'll take over the number two spot. The battle now is for third. Ron Hornaday up high, under attack by young Brian Vickers. It's Vickers by a nose as they hit the banking in turn number three. Side by side, Hornaday fighting back in the high group. Great race for the third position now as Brian Vickers is trying to get by a veteran race. Ron Hornaday, not quite yet able to make this, the move as Todd Bodine continues to lead and we close in on the halfway point. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification on the Motor Racing Network. MRN Radio on a Monday morning, soon to be high noon, bringing you coverage of the NASCAR Bush Series here at Darlington Raceway in the DarlingtonRaceway.com 200. Rained out on Saturday, moved to this morning. Along with Barney Hall, I'm Joe Moore. Dave Moody covering the action of the turns for us today. Adam Alexander down on the pit lane along with Danielle Fry and Steve Post. We've completed 74 laps. We're past the halfway point in this event. Two lead changes among three drivers. There's been four caution flags that have waved so far. And Todd Bodine is doing what he did earlier. Barney gets out front and just pulls away. Yeah, they're going to have to put an anchor on him to slow him down as big an advantage as he has on the field right now. Almost a full half a straightaway on Scott Riggs and Ron Hornaday. He has definitely got that car hooked up. Watching him take a little different line through the corners also as he runs around here. He's not right out against the wall like everybody else. So Todd Bodine leads at lap 75. We're back at the Darlington Raceway. 80 laps have just come up on the scoreboard. 147 will make up the DarlingtonRaceway.com 200 here today for the Bush Grand National Cars. It is Todd Bodine with an advantage now of almost a full three seconds over Scott Riggs, Ron Hornaday, Brian Vickers, and Johnny Sauter, the top five. He is just absolutely demolishing him right now, but 
We have 67 laps to go. Don't you remember yesterday, Dale Earnhardt Jr. looked the same way. Early stages of the race, he had a six-second lead at one time. Later, Jeff Gordon was in charge. How quickly that can evaporate. Best race on the track right now involves Jamie McMurray. Once again, he's on the move, working with Brian Vickers and Shane Meal. Heavy pack of traffic now moving to turn two. That's the battle for fifth, sixth, and seventh, Joe. Jamie McMurray has tried something every lap, every corner for the last ten laps and has finally fought his way past the Johnny Sauter machine. The lap car of Hermie Sadler had been running in front of him. Hermie got a little bit loose coming off four. Sauter had to check up. McMurray and Shane Meal rocketed by on the inside. Been interesting to watch Jamie McMurray here at Darlington this morning. He has found some grooves going through those turns that nobody else is daring to take and a couple of times he's made them three wide off turn number two and also Dave Moody over in turn three. Yeah, he'll just take any open asphalt that's available right now. Barney is so aggressive on the attack all the time. He's broken away from Shane Meal by about three car lengths. Another five back to Johnny Sauter. But now Jamie McMurray's got some reeling in to do. He's about two seconds behind Brian Vickers who rides in the fourth spot. Yeah, Vickers rides just behind Ron Hornaday. That at times has been a very interesting battle. And it's good to see Brian Vickers have a good run. They struggled the last couple of years running part-time schedules with underfinanced teams. Went to work for Hendrick Motorsports this year. And in the season's first three races, just had a lot of bad luck. But today, he's looking good. Now, running in the fourth position, best ever finish at Darlington was a 37th. So I'm sure there's a big smile on his face, particularly racing along there with Ron Hornaday. Yeah, he's, he's got a lot of driving talent. He just needed to get with a team that uh, could put a car underneath him that was capable of getting the job done because he has shown that he can run up in the lead pack here and at some of the tougher racetracks around the circuit. 84 laps go up on the scoreboard, watching a pretty good race a moment ago between Mike Wallace, Bobby Hamilton Jr., and Stanton Barrett back toward the tail end of the field, well, actually about the middle of the field. As 84 laps come up, Todd Bodine, for the moment, as we said, has everything going his way. I didn't realize either, just looking at some of the notes here, he's never won a race at this place. What, third place, best finish he's had? August of 1991. That's the best he's ever done uh, here at Darlington Raceway. Total of 14 wins in the NASCAR Bush Series for Todd Bodine. His last one came in uh, June last year at the Kentucky Motor Speedway. And again, as uh, I think uh, Adam Alexander mentioned earlier, here's a team that does not have a sponsor trying to show they can run with the big dogs out here, even without a sponsor, and, of course, hoping that will help them to attract one. Todd with a pretty decent deal over the Winston Cup Series this year with uh, Travis Carter and Sam Bell Davis. Yeah, they've had some pretty good success over there. Why don't we take a swing down pit road and see if we're missing anything that might be going on in there. We'll first go to Adam Alexander. Well, we'll just kind of follow up on the story that you were just talking about, Barney, and that being the fact that Todd Bodine has enjoyed some success in the NASCAR Bush Series. Unfortunately, this team does not have a sponsor. His crew chief, Tony Liberati, you guys are just picking them up, putting them down, Tony. Is the car as good as it appears on the racetrack? Well, Todd's doing a heck of a job. We got up there. Our pit crew really uh, stepped up to the plate today. They've been good all year. Haven't get much recognition there, but... um, They've had some two good stops, 13-second stops, and uh, motor's running real good. Them boys back at the shop are working their tails off, getting us a car ready to go to Bristol. Everything's just working good. We're just hoping we can just keep going to the end. If you listen to them on the radio, it's dead silence. That's a good indication. No news is good news. The car is running great. Some of the other guys that look good on the front end of pit road, Scott Riggs currently running second, enjoying a good run here at Darlington in only his second season in NASCAR Bush Series competition. It's also been a good day for Hank Parker Jr. This is second and final scheduled race for 2003. He continues to look for work. He's got the trim spa Pontiac up to the eighth position. This sweep through the pits brought to you by Mechanics Wear, the number one glove in NASCAR. Let's go over to Daniel Fry. Well, we've mentioned Jamie McMurray. He's now currently in fifth. 
He started 22nd. This is the same car that they won with at Rockingham. He was involved earlier in that incident with Mike Bliss. It's strictly cosmetic damage to the right front, as you can tell as the way he's running. Also, we've talked about Brian Vickers. He is getting great tire wear, the team has said. He's also, the car is very tight on the early start of the run, but it comes in a lot later. Shane Mill is another one that's having a very strong run. Jerry Cannon, his crew chief, has said that Shane has radioed in repeatedly and said, I'm just racing the track. That's what I'm supposed to do, right? Also, we've been mentioning the battle between Johnny Sauter and Ron Hornaday. On the first round of pit stops, Johnny Sauter almost stopped in Hornaday's pit, stop because, pit stall because he saw the, two, the number two pit board sign. Last year, he drove, in, drove that car. That slowed him down just a bit in the pits. And uh, obviously, on the second round of pit stops, his crew chief, Butch Hilton, told him to keep coming on down to, to this pit stall. Let's go down to Steve Post. Yeah, Joe, the story down on this end is a trio of Raybestos Rookie of the Year candidates all having good days. Reagan Smith, Chad Blunt, and uh, Coy Gibbs all in the top 20, all have completed 90 of the 90 laps. And as we've been talking about all weekend here at Darlington, this is a tough racetrack, and lap time is t- uh, seat time here is tough to come by. These three drivers all doing real well. Also down here, uh, Ashton Lewis, driver of the uh, Civil Air Patrol Chevy. He's running in the ninth spot, started 17th. His best finish here is 19th one year ago in this race. So Ashton Lewis also having a good day here at Darlington. Lap 91 comes up on the scoreboard. That'll give us 56 remaining here this morning in the DarlingtonRaceway.com 200. It is still Todd Bodine. His interval now is almost a one and six tenths seconds over Scott Riggs. Just doesn't seem to be any way to run him down at this juncture of the race. Ron Hornaday is having a great day here. He is still third. Brian Vickers showing fourth and Jamie McMurray fifth. Shane Meal is sixth. Johnny Sauter is seventh. Hank Parker Jr. would be eighth. Ashton Lewis Jr. ninth. And Jason Keller is tenth. That battle for third, the best one on the track with Ron Hornaday and Brian Vickers. He's been chasing him, Dave Moody, for the last 25 laps. Well, the youngster Brian Vickers, I think, is taking an opportunity to go to school right now by following the veteran Ron Hornaday, keeping enough pressure on Hornaday to get the best out of him and find some different lines around this Darlington raceway. Vickers going into turn three once again takes just a little bit of a peek to the inside, but not enough to worry hard He's able to get down toward the bottom of the racetrack to get a run, but the car just simply will not stick long enough there to get a good run going, and he has to tuck back in behind him as they head back into turn number one, but Brian Vickers at least is moving that car around, finding, trying to find a different groove, and it's got to be down on the inside. There's no way to do it on the outside. Tries to make a move this time off turn two. Close quarters racing once again off two as Brian Vickers pounds his way to the inside, and this time he's got some bite. Pulls alongside Ron Hornaday. They'll drag race nose to nose into turn number three. Vickers on the inside, Hornaday on the outside. Give the spot to Brian Vickers as he goes to third. And because of those two cars racing so closely together, it's allowed Jamie McMurray to close in and make this a three-way battle. Vickers did complete the pass. He's got the third spot. Hornaday is fourth, now under attack from McMurray. Jamie McMurray now right up on his back bumper, brings the yellow Dodge into play. He rides in the fifth spot, but he's not satisfied with that. He'll have to follow along in fifth for the moment. At the front of the pack, the lead is beginning to evaporate. Scott Riggs is close to within five car lengths of the lead. That's a big jump from what it was just a few moments ago. About a moment ago, as we said, it was one and six-tenths seconds. Not the case anymore as Scott Riggs is trying to chase down the leader. Again, let's jump back to that battle again with Jamie McMurray as he works off into turn number one. He and Ron Hornaday having a good scramble again off turn two. Hornaday trying to keep him in the rearview mirror, Barney, but Jamie McMurray can use the bottom of the racetrack. Ron Hornaday apparently cannot. Here's McMurray down to the bottom again off turn number two. Now it'll become a horsepower race down the back straightaway. The advantage goes to 
Hornaday. Ron Hornaday holds him off into three, but again, it's McMurray taking the short way around down to the bottom to challenge again. While we've been watching some great racing from third on back, we've not noticed the fact that Scott Riggs has caught race leader Todd Bodine. He's going for the lead in turn two. And it's going to be a very short battle, Joe. He goes to the outside, just powers around Todd Bodine, and as quickly as that, we've got a new leader. But as quick money goes to the point, Scott Riggs with a power move on the outside of Todd Bodine. We said a moment ago that we still had a lot of racing left. We saw this same thing yesterday when Dale Earnhardt Jr. dominated in the early going, and now all of a sudden off the pace a little bit and taking the lead, Scott Riggs, Todd Bodine beginning to fall back just a bit. We'll check in his pit in a moment and see if there's a problem. Well, just a few laps ago, Todd Bodine was leading this race, and he had an advantage of one and six-tenths seconds over Scott Riggs, and all of a sudden that is kind of flip-flop. Scott Riggs grabbed the lead away just a few laps ago, and now he has an advantage of one and a half seconds over Todd Bodine. We said a moment ago that we might check downstairs and see if he had a problem. Adam, uh, what's the word? Well, Todd Bodine still not saying anything on the radio, so it uh, appears at this point perhaps Scott Riggs maybe has got the setup for the long run, and uh, Riggs, a guy who's one of those gritty-type drivers, had a lot of success early in his rookie season in 2002, and perhaps it's more Riggs having a solid run than Bodine going in the wrong direction. Now, the last time they made a pit stop, most of the leaders were in the pit area at lap 61, between lap 61 and 64. Uh, Danielle Fry, when are they coming back in? Well, Barney, what the, the word is on the midsection of pit road is we can expect pit stops for about 15 to 20 laps. That's when they're going to be needing tires. Brian Vickers has already asked his team, hey, when can I come in and get some new tires? Imagine uh, here at uh, Darlington Raceway, it doesn't take long before they start asking that kind of question because this racetrack does grind them up pretty quickly. Oh, Hank Parker Jr. is making some nice moves. He's worked his way into the top ten now. Hank Jr. is uh, taking the seventh position. Shane Meal is also in the top ten, along with Ashton Lewis Jr. having a good day today. Jason Keller, after starting on the outside of the front row, has kind of faded back, and he's not lost a whole lot more ground, but he's maintained there about the uh, eighth to twelfth position right now running in the 10th spot. Casey Kane looking good. He's up to the 11th position. Kevin Grubb is 12th. Coy Gibbs now has moved up to the 13th spot. Good to see some of these guys that uh, have not had good runs so far this year in the first uh, three races of the year kind of start to shine here at Darlington Raceway. Yeah, several guys having a good run here at Darlington. Right now we're looking at 43 laps remaining for the field. Scott Riggs is the leader watching a pretty good battle shape up from Todd Bodine on back in second place. Todd uh, has company in the form of Brian Vickers, Jamie McMurray, and Johnny Sauter. They head over to turn two. Todd Bodine will have to go to the bottom and deal with a couple of slower cars. The Reagan Smith machine first in line. He'll dive underneath him. Next will be Randy LaJoy. LaJoy, who had contended for the win earlier on. Problems on that car. He continues to backslide. He has fallen off the lead lap, and Bodine will pull up on him momentarily. I think maybe Jamie McMurray burnt the tires off that car. He was uh, closing ground quickly for a while. He's kind of settled in for the time being, running in the fourth spot. Got his hands full trying to hold off the uh, car behind him with his Johnny Sauter. That's a good battle. Again, for the fourth position, they cross the start-finish line, head off up into turn number one, and just behind them, Hank Parker Jr. has just picked off another spot. He made the move coming across the line, getting by Ron Hornaday. Uh, Hank Parker is definitely moving up, Joe. That car very good on the longer runs. On the other side of the coin, Jamie McMurray, who was fast as lightning in the early first 30, maybe 40 laps of the run, but now has definitely 
really fallen off the pace a bit, not able to get on the gas coming off the corners, and that has dropped him back into the clutches of Johnny Sauter. And I think everybody's going to welcome a pit stop here in just a moment. Jan Johnny Sauter and Jamie McMurray go back in turns one and two. They ride fourth and fifth for the moment. We'll pick that scramble up one more time. They ask for tires first, and then they beg, and then they're probably right about now getting on into the pleading department, but it's still going to be a little bit longer before they can get on pit road. For the moment, Jamie McMurray keeping Johnny Sauter in the rearview mirror, but Sauter and that payday Chevrolet are right there looking for a mistake. Order day fades even more, now falling into the clutches of Shane Meal. Ron's running in the seventh spot. Shane Meal behind him. Ashton Lewis Jr. also in that battle. Let's follow that one as they come back down to the line. Meal looks to the inside of Ron Hornaday as they cross the stripe. Going to turn number one. Doesn't quite have the run to pull to the inside and make the challenge, but he's right there with him along with Lewis. Hornaday, another one of those cars, Joe, that has fallen off the pace in a bit in the last 10 or 15 laps. He's got his hands full right now. Shane Meal right behind him. Then the Ashton Lewis machine. Another five car lengths back to Jason Keller. Right behind Keller is Casey Kane. So that's a good five-car single-file race off turn four. Right now, it's kind of hard to do a lot of racing, though, because the cars have made a long run, and the tire wear has been pretty severe, so the cars are beginning to skate around quite a bit. Let's go back downstairs. Let's see if we can get a word with uh, Jamie McMurray's car chief, John Wolf. John, what is Jamie saying about the car? Well, it's a little too tight right now. We need to make one more stop. Hopefully, we're getting freed up a little bit. When, could, when can we expect you to come down pit road? Well, it depends on how it goes here. We're hoping to get a caution because we're a little bit shy on making it all the way. That's it from Jamie McMurray's pits. 37 laps remaining in the DarlingtonRaceway.com 200. Again, another round of pit stops coming up, and they should be coming up shortly. And as Dave Moody said, these uh, drivers are probably to the stage of begging for a chance to come in and get some fresh rubber. All the guys who were so strong early in this green flag run are the guys who are fading back right now. Race leader Todd Bodine, who was then the race leader and had such a large margin, he's dropped back a good bit. Ron Hornaday, who was fast, Jamie McMurray, all those guys who were smoking in the field starting to fade back. The guys who were laying back in that segment now starting to come to life. Yeah, the long runs a lot of times, especially if they make this pit stop and they'll be able to go the distance. Whoever's car will come in toward the end of the long run when the checkered flag came will come down. We'll be in pretty good shape here this afternoon. You're going to make sure you make the right adjustment. Certainly going to not take a chance on putting on two tires here at Darlington the way tire wear occurs at this place. Saw another car go behind the wall a moment ago. That is Chris Bingham, one of the Ray Bestis rookie drivers this year in contention for honors on the Bush circuit. He retires his machine, so Chris Bingham will join Hermie Sadler, Tim Sauter, Mike Bliss, Kerry Earnhardt, and Joe Nemechek. Some of the cars in the garage also out is Mike Harmon, David Green, Michael Waltrip, Brian Weber is parked for the day. So has Randy McDonald, Jason White, Mike Potter, and Justin Ashburn. The attrition rate has taken out some 13 or 14 cars. But very uh, high here today at Darlington Raceway. Good to see Scott Riggs doing well. You know, last year he came into the Bush Series as a rookie and came out smoking. I mean, he won two races in the first several months of the year. That most recent one was in April of last year at... Uh, the uh, California Speedway. After that, they couldn't seem to get anything hooked together. Had a lot of bad luck, some crashes, mechanical problems, of course, a crew chief change at the end of the season. And Scott Riggs off to a real good start here this year and looking good today here at Darlington right now with a lead of 2.1 seconds over Todd Bodine. And you know, it's nothing like coming to a tough racetrack like Darlington 
and excelling to pump up a whole race team and can make your whole season, really. Yeah, coming to a place like this and being a young driver with very limited experience here at Darlington, he has shown a great deal of talent here at this racetrack, having a good run right now. As the laps wind down, 33 to go. Scott Riggs is leader, as Joe told you. Todd Bodine, second. Brian Vickers is third. Jamie McMurray, fourth. And Johnny Sauter make up the top five. They continue to circulate around this racetrack. And Dave Moody over in your end of the speedway, I've just been watching Randy LaJoy just fighting the heck out of that car to get through one and two. I guess he's been doing the same thing over there. Yeah, he sure has, Barney. He's going to have blisters on the hands when it's over. That car is really a handful right now. He's just having to wrestle it through the corners. Some good racing going on right now. Back towards the tail end of the top ten. Casey Kane has picked up a couple of spots. He's gotten uh, gotten by the uh, Shane Neal machine along with Ashton Lewis Jr. Jason Keller also running in that group as they head off for turn one. That's from the tenth spot on back. Casey Kane actually got the ninth position. He's left the car of Shane Meal in the 10th spot, and that's where you find Ashton Lewis Jr. and Jason Keller. Down the back straight away. They'll stay single file at least for the moment. Banning out, doing a little bit of racing to get around some of the lapped automobiles. Pulling down to the inside is the veteran Brad Teague. They will surge around him. Ashton Lewis Jr., Jason Keller. Also in that pack of cars is Stacy Compton. As we said a moment ago, it's hard to really get with the program and get two and three wide at this juncture of the race because they have burned the tires down. They're all wanting to get on pit road and make that final pit stop and settle it here this morning or this afternoon now at Darlington to see who will go to Victory Lane in the DarlingtonRaceway.com 200. For the moment, Scott Riggs looking awful good at an advantage of a little over three seconds over Todd Bodine, Brian Vickers, Jamie McMurray, and Johnny Sauter. Continues to build on that lead, Scott Riggs does. And again, with some of the guys beginning to fade now because of their tires kind of wearing out, Scott Riggs looking like uh, he just got a fresh set of tires. But everybody will have to come in shortly. We have just 30 laps remaining here at Darlington. Here come the leaders on the pit road at lap 122. Scott Riggs peels off the banking in turn number four. Second running, Todd Bodine will come off the banking as well. They come in to get their stops, the last ones of the day. And again, we're just 24 laps from the finish in this race. The leaders now slowly coming down the pit lane. Can they get their stops? Let's go to Adam Alexander. Yeah, we'll start with uh, Kevin, or excuse me, uh, Todd Bodine going to hit his pit stall first. They'll go to work on the right side. Going to be a four-tire stop at lap 122. Making a pit stop in front of him down at the head end of the pit lane is Scott Riggs. He was the leader in the dominant car. He's been much better on the long run. Unless we see a caution flag, these will be the last stops of the day. Left side service being completed for Todd Bodine. He is down and away. Kevin Grubb in just in front of him. Left side tires going on for Scott Riggs. Riggs easily the quickest off of pit road. Also coming down the pit lane to make a stop here is going to be Hank Parker Jr. More cars down in front of Danielle Fry. Well, work begins on Jamie McMurray's Dodge. They go to work on the right side. Then they move to the left side. Work also going on with Brian Vickers' car. He's going to take on four tires. He was hanging on for dear life. He's getting the tires he's back for. Also in is Shane Mill and Johnson Potter along with Ron Orderday. It's four tires for everyone at the midsection. Steve Post. Ashton Lewis Jr. in four tires. Just a slight air pressure adjustment. He was running ninth before coming down pit road. The crew very happy with that run. Also, Chad Blunt, he was in for four tires and two cans of gasoline. Oh, these are scheduled pit stops. They come started making pit stops at lap 123. We're at lap 124 right now. Stacy Compton is being shown as the leader as he stays on the racetrack. 
but just about all the top 10 or 12 machines were on pit road just a moment ago. There are only 23 laps remaining. So Compton uh, should have to come in again. Jason Keller, Bobby Hamilton Jr., Brian Vickers, Jamie McMurray, along with uh, Hank Parker Jr., some of those that are still on the racetrack. Uh, Daniel Fry, is there any way these guys could go the rest of the way? Well, Jamie McMurray did take a pit stop, and he, he took on four tires. But as we know, Joe, tires are tough here at Darlington. I don't think that they can go the distance. They would be slipping and sliding, and certainly on fuel they could do it, but it's a, it would be amazing like driving on ice in these closing laps. Stacy Compton, Jason Keller, Bobby Hamilton Jr., Reagan Smith, the car's still out there. Scott Riggs is fifth right now after this round of pit stops. Todd Bodine is showing in sixth. Jamie McMurray would be seventh. Brian Vickers, eighth. Johnny Sauter, ninth. And Hank Parker, Jr. Make up your top ten as the laps wind down with only 21 to go. Stacy Compton shown as the race leader. Reagan Smith is now running in the second spot. Those cars stayed on the racetrack and 21 laps remaining if they decide to try to go the rest of the way. Scott Riggs then, the first of those who came in, he's shown in the third spot with Todd Bodine fourth, Jamie McMurray in fifth, six is Brian Vickers, Johnny Sauter is seventh, eighth Hank Parker Jr., Ron Hornaday ninth, Casey Kane is now running in the tenth position. Field circulates around this racetrack again with Stacy Compton, staying out at least for now but uh, not real sure if he's going to opt to come in or maybe run for it. Well, it's going to be a big gamble. As you said, they can go anywhere from 72 to 74 laps here on a tank of fuel, but they certainly don't want to be out there on the tires that are worn down like they have been here at Darlington. Let's go back to the pits. Now, Stacy Compton, a guy who has not had a great deal of success here today. As you talked about, Barney, you can definitely go that long on a load of fuel. So I think the thought process at this point is stay out as long as you can, try to keep the car off the wall, and with only a handful of laps remaining, if you get a caution flag, come down pit road and if not roll the dice try to stay out and steal a win at Darlington. Stacy Compton just hanging on his car kind of uh, swapping ends nearly coming off uh, turn number four that time he gathered it back in as some of those cars who got the fresh rubber are just like zooming on by like he's tied to a stump. The separation from first place Stacy Compton back to Scott Riggs the second place car now is a full 26 seconds so he's got a lot of room to let it slide to ease up a little bit with 19 laps to go, that's very questionable, though. Well, if he can just keep it between the walls and not uh, let the car get away from him on slick slick tires out there, so to speak, right now, he should be okay. But uh, he's still got 18 laps to nurse at home here this afternoon. After this round of pit stops, let's take you back quickly through the top 15. Stacy Compton leads. Scott Riggs has worked his way back to second. Todd Bodine is third. And Jamie McMurray is fourth. Brian Vickers is fifth. Johnny Sauter sixth. Reagan Smith is seventh. Hank Parker Jr. is 8th, Ron Hornaday is ninth, and Casey Kane is 10th, 11th is Jason Keller, Ashton Lewis Jr. 12th, Shane Meal is 13th, Coy Gibbs is 14th, and Kevin Grubb make up your top 15. Stacy Compton works his way through turn one over into turn number two, kind of picking his way through traffic. And uh, Dave Moody very gingerly working his way around this racetrack. Well, it's not about speed right now, Joe. It's about longevity. And Stacy Compton has got a good, uh, sizable lead. The leader, Scott Riggs, right now crossing the start-finish line. Stacy Compton yet to exit turn number four. So Compton's got a lot of ground. He just needs to keep it between the fences and try and nurse it home. Now he's got a little breathing room here right now. And he's not pushing the issue whatsoever as he goes off down to turns one and two with a couple of cars. In fact, he moves up and says, go ahead there on a couple of machines that were on pit road a moment ago. 
So he's still just uh, not punishing the car, watching the laps wind down. 16 to go. He's heading over to turn three. And uh, Stacy Compton not going to race anybody that's got new rubber, Barney. The advantage for cars on fresh tires, probably a second, maybe more per lap. But Compton hopes he's got enough real estate to make up for the lack of rubber. Compton just now coming off turn four, coming back to the start-finish line. Second place, Scott Riggs, not quite halfway down the back straightaway. The margin now is about 20 seconds between first and second place. Compton again just eases the car around this racetrack, catches lap traffic. He's not too worried about those cars. He's just trying to keep the car at least to a medium speed and try to keep that margin as large as it can be over the second place car. The closing laps here at the DarlingtonRaceway.com 200. Stacy Compton trying to hang on and pull a quick one, I guess you'd call it here today, making his car last to the finish here and scoring a win. Well, it's a good gamble. I mean, he doesn't have a whole lot to lose out there. If he pits now, he's certainly going to be in trouble. Let's go down to pit road. Yeah, guys, also making that same gamble, the uh, Reagan Smith car, the number 22 machine. He's running in fifth spot. Prior to this, his career best finish and only three starts was a 31st at Rockingham. They've stayed out. I've asked them if they're coming in. They kind of are shrugging their shoulders. They're not showing their hand down here. So Reagan Smith, they're going to see if they can uh, possibly sneak up there and steal a top 10 finish. Now, Todd Bodine has taken over the second spot. He just went by Scott. Scott Riggs, so Bodine maybe thinks he can do a little more in chasing down Stacey Compton. Riggs falls to third, and now Jamie McMurray's closing in on him in turn three. And McMurray is right there as they pull up on the back of uh, the uh, lap car of Chris Bingham, who kind of stacks up all three of those lead lap cars, but everybody moves under Bingham, and they'll stay single file. Across the start-finish line, heading back off into turn number one, Jamie McMurray trying to gain a position as they head over to turn number two, see if he can get around Scott Riggs. Riggs holds on to the number three spot. McMurray is fourth, but as he has all afternoon, Jamie McMurray hard at work right now, sawing on that wheel, just looking for daylight, high or low. For the moment, Riggs will hold him off. It is Todd Bodine riding in second, three car lengths back to Riggs in third, another car length to the fourth-place machine of Jamie McMurray. Stacy Compton still just kind of skating back and forth across this racetrack. The margin has gone from what was 26 seconds now to 14 seconds back to Todd Bodine with 12 laps remaining. Let's pick up the battle for second and third once again. It's working off turn two. That battle continues. They've separated themselves now about two car lengths between each of the three combatants, but lap traffic is dead ahead. The pole center Stanton Barrett will be the next to fall. Then about three other cars, including the Reagan Smith machine, not far away. Todd Bodine's got to make up a little better than a half a lap, and he's got to do it in some 10 laps. Well, make that 11 laps. And Joe said as he was 14 seconds behind a moment ago, that's a pretty tall order to make up a second a lap. Yeah, he's, uh, again, they're able to catch up uh, with him because they have the fresher tires. And for Stacy Compton, again, just trying to hang on. The car does look pretty solid uh, at most parts of the racetrack. I've seen it skate a little bit going up into turns one and two. How about in front of you, Dave Moody, in three and four? Well, he's had a handful a couple of times, Joe, but everybody has after uh, that extent of time on the same set of rubber. Stacy Compton has been pretty solid, and it's the typical tortoise against the hare right now. Stacy Compton trying to prove once again that slow and steady every once in a while can win the race. He got a good gamble, as we said a moment ago. All he's got to do is just kind of keep it off the wall from now till the checkered flag comes down, and that will be some 10 laps away. Quickly through the top 10, Stacy Compton leads. Todd Bodine is second. He is now 11 seconds behind. Scott Riggs rides third. Jamie McMurray is fourth, and Brian Vickers is fifth. Johnny Sauter will show sixth. Hank Parker Jr. seventh. Ron Hornaday eighth. Casey Kane ninth, and Jason Keller is tenth. We talked about Reagan Smith a moment ago staying out there also and taking a gamble. For a while, he was running along there in the top 
five, but now he is fading back in a hurry. He is back to 17th position. Something's also just happened to Ashton Lewis Jr., who's been maintaining a spot of the top ten most of the day. His car slowed as he crossed the start-finish line. He is well off the pace. The separation now has gone down to nine seconds between Stacey Compton and Todd Bodine. And there are now eight laps to go as Compton continues to work around the racetrack, letting anybody who wants to get by go on by. He works his way up into the corner, letting a couple of cars move by him as he just tries to hang on and maintain whatever uh, amount of this lead that he can. Shane Meal moves underneath him at the exit of turn number two, and the gap is getting to the point now, Joe, where the second, third, and fourth place cars, if they've got real good eyesight, can look all the way down the back straightaway and see the leader, Stacy Compton. Compton right up next to the wall, coming off turn four. Stacy Compton right now just trying to nurse it home here at Darlington this afternoon. If he can get it done, there will be seven laps to go as he crosses the start-finish line and heads back into turn number one. We go to pit road. Well, with seven laps to go, let's go ahead and check in with crew chief Steve Plattenberger for Stacy Compton. Steve, it's a gutsy call. Is he going to be able to hold him off for seven more? He's going to do all he can. We had nothing to lose there. We were as fast as they were. I've been telling him to be easy on the throttle and easy off. We make it, we make it. If we don't, we, just, we give it a try. And if they don't make it, obviously they're probably going to be able to secure a top five finish. So top 15, the best they've done this season, looking for a win this afternoon at Darlington. It will be six laps to go this time. It is six laps to go as Stacey Compton crosses the line. Look back to where Todd Bodine is running. The margin now four seconds. Back to pit road. Yeah, you guys had indicated Ashton Lewis a problem. It's under the hood. The car is in. It rolled in. Uh, no power. And they're looking under the hood, and it doesn't look good. Very, very disappointed crew down here with the number 46 team. Ashton was showing in 20th position, but uh, not going to finish that well here this afternoon at Darlington as the laps wind down to just five to go when the leader comes back across the start-finish line, which is Stacy Compton. Doing a good job so far. He can't really press it that hard across the line. Here he goes back into turn number one. Traffic not going to be a big factor for him. Most of the traffic he will catch is now just heading off turn number two, and with five laps to go, I think he's going to be in pretty good shape there. Casey Compton off turn number two, Barney, but the lead is really shrinking. It's less than a half a straightaway now. Compton midway on the backstretch. Second, third, and fourth are closing, and they are closing fast. Todd Bodine with a rear view mirror full of Jamie McMurray. Goes to the inside on the Coy Gibbs machine. He looks up, and the next car in line is the leader, Stacy Compton. It was 2.9 seconds last time by this lap from first to second. 1.5 seconds. Todd Bodine and Jamie McMurray closing in quickly on the race leader with four to go. Bodine powers to the inside on Coy Gibbs. Takes him, takes Jamie McMurray along with him. Next in line now is the leader. They continue to gobble up the margin at the front of the pack. Down the back straight away. Stacy Compton moves around the Reagan Smith car, but the lead is evaporating fast. It's down to seven car lengths now. Stacy Compton knows he's going to be a sitting duck if they can get up there on the bumper. The one thing that is in his favor right now, Jamie McMurray is racing for second place with Todd Bodine. That may slow those two cars down a bit. They go door to door into one. McMurray sees his opportunity. He goes after Bodine and they're going to go three wide underneath Stacy Compton. Compton goes from first to third in the blink of an eye. It's Bodine the leader, but Jamie McMurray now all over him and here comes Scott Riggs. He's in the mix now. Scott Riggs works to the inside of the track, moves to the inside of Stacy Compton, gives him the third spot. Todd Bodine is the race leader coming to the line with two laps to go. But McMurray is right on his bumper. They work across the stripe, up into turn number one, closing in on even more traffic. Todd Bodine, Jamie McMurray separated by two car lengths. They'll move to the outside of the Ron Young machine. Young gives way on the bottom of the racetrack, lets them go. Next in line will be Scott Wimmer, about 10 or 12 car lengths ahead. Bodine has begun to pull away ever so slightly. 
Murray gathering himself for one more attack. They come down to the line. They'll see the white flag this time. One more circuit around for Todd Bodine and the rest of the field as they cross the stripe and head off into turn number one. Stacy Compton falls back to fourth place right now. His bid to win here came up about five laps short on the gamble. Let's pick up the scramble for the lead off turn two. Off the second corner, final opportunity for Jamie McMurray to try and make a run. Todd Bodine right up next to the wall. Has got a car length in hand, making a car length and a half, making two now into turn number three. Bodine and McMurray. McMurray closing in. Bodine is sideways. McMurray to the outside trying to steal it. Jamie McMurray comes to the outside lane, leans on Todd Bodine. Both cars spin. McMurray backwards into the inside retaining wall. Todd Bodine hangs on another miraculous finish two days in a row at Darlington Raceway in South Carolina. Todd Bodine gets the win. McMurray crosses the line going the wrong way. Tags the inside retaining wall. What a spectacular finish. I don't think we can stand two days in a row like this, Barney. Well, we're going to have to stand it because we just saw it coming off the corner a moment ago. An unbelievable finish yesterday and another one today. We'll be back at Darlington in a moment. NASCAR Today continues on MRN Radio. Sponsored by Goody's Headache Powder, the official pain reliever of NASCAR. Driving an unsponsored race car, Todd Bodine goes to victory lane, scoring his 16th career win in the NASCAR Bush Series today in the DarlingtonRaceway.com 200. Jamie McMurray finishes in the second spot with Scott Riggs third, Stacy Compton fourth, and Johnny Sauter fifth. Very similar to what we saw yesterday in the Winston Cup race here at Darlington. There just wasn't enough room coming off that corner trying to get around on the outside. Jamie McMurray pulled off the move, and Todd Bodine's car really squirrely all over the racetrack, and the two made contact coming off turn number four, and both of the machines were totally out of control when they came across the start-finish line, but fortunately for Todd Bodine, his came across the line first. Jamie McMurray slid all the way here past the start-finish line, and his car has now come to rest down toward turn number one. Unbelievable two finishes in a row here at Darlington like we have seen here this weekend. Scott Riggs, as you said, will finish third. Stacy Compton fourth and Johnny Sauter fifth. They have rolled up on pit road, so let's see if we can get a word from some of the top finishers. Let's go down to the pit road right now. Well, as Scott Riggs climbs from his car, Scott, what an awesome race. You guys had a great car today. You came home in third. Yeah, great car because of Doug Randolph. He, uh, he's got a great setup for this track. He, he really likes his place. Came here and tested and... Um, Really made me feel comfortable behind the wheel. Um, he kept me pulled back and withdrawn all day and saved those tires. But uh, the main reason we finished here was because those pit stops. Uh, my guys were on today. They were. We need to race on Mondays more often. Those guys were unbelievable. Every time we come in the pits, we'd go back out. You know, four or five positions better. So um, everybody did a good job on this quick forward tour. So we just, um, you know, come up a little short there. I was trying to to not hurt my tires too bad. And uh, then when Todd got by me, and man, the lap cars were murder today. But um, like I say, I, I, a little bit too loose there at the very last to really make a run on them. Uh, needed a long run. We were real good on long runs. From your vantage point, coming out of turn four, when you saw uh, Jamie and Todd get together, take us through that. Well, I didn't want to match the gas to go, go by them because I just knew one of them was going to slide down in front of me. But, uh, you know, those guys are racing hard, had two good cars also, and, um, you know, thought we hoping they'd do that the lap before and maybe get by them and win this thing. But, um, like I say, my hat's off to all the guys on this quick four. They did a good job. They um, – Awesome pit stops, awesome race car, and uh, like Doug Randolph said, this is just some things that come from this team. That's Scott Riggs getting his first top five finish of the 2003 season. Now to Steve Post, who, who's with a man who took a big gamble today. That's right, Danielle. Stacy Compton, a big gamble, and you come up just a few laps short. Well, I tell you what, it's a great call by the guys on this team. They, uh, we've had a good race car a lot this year, and we've just been snake bit, and it looks like hopefully our luck is starting to change. Uh, awful proud of the guys of this Kingsville-Johnsonville Chevrolet. We 
we needed this, and uh, you know it was a big gamble. We knew we were gonna they were gonna run us down. Uh, we thought we had a big enough lead that uh, we may could may could uh, stay out front, but uh, come up just a little bit short. But hey, to come away from Darlington with a top five, uh, we needed that in points, and uh, it certainly helped. Stacy, you're out there running on old tires. Uh, just just take us through the mindset as you're looking in the mirror and see those cars coming faster and faster. Well, I mean, uh, you're sitting duck when you're out there with old tires. And I kept uh, Steve, my crew chief, kept telling me where the uh, where the leader was. Uh, you know, there for a while I thought we was going to be okay. And uh, hopefully, I was hoping they were going to get in traffic and get to battling pretty hard and uh, give us a little breathing room. But I knew they were coming. It was just a matter of time. We just run out of laps. That's Stacy Compton. He finished fourth today. Absolutely unreal finishes. Two days in a row here at Darlington. Uh, haven't seen anything like that in a lot of years. There's a lot about racing at Darlington Raceway. I'll tell you, yesterday with the uh, Winston Cup Series race and here today with uh, this spectacular Bush Series finish. Back downstairs. Have Johnny Sauter. Johnny, fifth place run. Uh, tough old racetrack, but uh, you, you have to be happy with that. Yeah, I really am. Uh, payday car was awesome. Uh, you know, I got my Darlington stripe and happy hour, so uh, we, the guys did a great job fixing that thing and... Uh, car was awesome from the get-go we just couldn't get up to speed very fast but we could stay fast for a long time and uh all in all great day for me great day for richard childress racing and uh just glad to be here there's johnny sauter he finished fifth in today's race with todd bodine's win he also takes over the lead in the championship point standings now by 37 over jamie mcmurray jason keller is third in the standings ron hornaday fourth and johnny sauter is fifth Back in South Carolina where Todd Bodine has won the DarlingtonRaceway.com 200. Let's go down to Gatorade Victory Lane. He just said he's got a flair for the dramatic Joe. Won a wild race at Kentucky last summer. Another wild one here this afternoon. Take us through that final lap. Yeah, it was uh, it was pretty hairy. Lap cars were all over the place. And I had a good, pretty sizable lead on Jamie. And the lap car messed me up in three and four. Her in one and two. Uh, he got right on me. I did just what I didn't want to do in three and four, and I got in that slick spot. There's a, a patch or a, a sealed patch or whatever it is, and it got the car sideways, and I knew I was in trouble. And, you know, coming off the corner, I, the car pitched sideways and got into Jamie, and, you know, it was on from there. When you came across the finish line, it looked like you were going backwards. Did you know you'd won the thing? Well, I didn't know for sure. I, I put it, After Jamie went across the front of me, I just put it wide open and hoped for the best. Uh, I want to apologize to Jamie and them. Uh, Jamie's a good friend, a great racer, and, you know, I hate to have the race that way, and I wish I didn't didn't end up that way. A couple of sub-14-second pit stops early today got you out in front. How good was it, were these guys behind you? Uh, these guys are absolutely incredible. It, it, by far, it's the best pit crew I've ever had. They, they Every stop is consistent. They're fast. They don't make mistakes. Uh, that was the key. Uh, you know, through the whole race. I mean, at the beginning there, we were running uh, fifth by fourth and one or the other, and they got us out in the lead, and we held it, and, you know, the 10 car got back by us, and they held their own with them. So, I mean, they, they are definitely, not only are they good on pit, pit stops, they're great in the, in the shop building these cars, uh, and they're all good guys. It's a, it's a great group to be around. They continue to search for a sponsor for the remainder of 2003, and now when they have a meeting with a potential sponsor, they can tell them they're a 2003 winner. Todd Bodine wins the Darlington 200 in the Bush Series. Our congratulations to Todd Bodine down in Gatorade Victory Lane. Gatorade, the official sports beverage of the Darlington Raceway. Coming up, a look at the full field rundown, and hopefully we'll get a word from Jamie McMurray from the Darlington Raceway. This is MRN Radio, the voice of NASCAR. At Darlington Raceway, Jamie McMurray has just come out of the infield care center. Daniel Fry is with him. Well, Joe, he's making his way back into the uh, Bush Series garage. Jamie, what a wild ride there at the end. Yeah, what a race. I mean, um, when I got to second, I thought I'd be able to get Todd and got underneath him going into one one time and like three wide, and you're just pretty much out of control here after about five laps anyway. But um, both of us saved it. We were both pretty much out of control, and 
Um, got a really good run. He got loose um, in the middle of three and four and got up beside him. And we could have raced all the way to the finish line. It's just as soon as he got into me, he got into my tire and cut it down. And I was pretty much uh, just hanging on for the ride after that. And, man, what a day, though. What a day for Yellow and, and for me and this, this whole team. It's Kari won Rockingham with. And to come to Darlington and run second, that's pretty cool. He's a pretty happy camper after that uh, dramatic ride there at the uh, finish. He's currently second in the Bush uh, point standings. That's Jamie McMurray. And the members of the media covering today's DarlingtonRaceway.com 200 have voted the Goodies Headache Award of $250 to Jamie McMurray. And a very well-deserved award. And as it was the case yesterday when we said the, the guys that put on such a great show, it's a shame you can't have two winners when both the guys race like that. Let's take a look at the rundown. Todd Bodine will win. Jamie McMurray will finish second. Scott Riggs ran third. Stacy Compton scamble came up a little short, about five laps uh, before everybody ran him down and, and put him back in the field, he will finish fourth. Still not a bad gamble for him. Johnny Sauter finished fifth. Hank Parker Jr. ran sixth. Brian Vickers was seventh. Casey Kane finished eighth. Ron Hornaday was ninth. And Jason Keller make up the top ten. It's Kevin Grubb finishing 11th. Twelfth will go to Bobby Hamilton Jr. Shane Meal finished in 13th place. And those are the only cars that finish on the lead lap. A lap down was Coy Gibbs in 14th. Stanton Barrett 15th. Mike Wallace 16th. Randy LaJoy came home 17th, and Chad Blount finished 18th. 19th to Reagan Smith. Ron Young was 20th. Ron Barfield finished 21st. Jason Schuler 22nd. Brad Teague, 23rd. Don Sicarelli finished 24th. Dion Sicarelli, I'll get it right before the day is over. And Ashton Lewis Jr. finished 25th. 26th was Chris Bingham. 27th, Morgan Shepard. Scott Wimmer was 28th. 29th, Hermie Sadler. And 30th was Tim Sauter. David Green came in in 31st. Mike Bliss was 32nd. Kerry Earnhardt, 33rd. Joe Nemechek fell out early with engine problems. He finished in 34th. Mike Harmon was 35th. Michael Walter, 36th. Larry Gunzelman, 37th. Brian Weber, 38th. Randy McDonald was 39th. Jason White, 40th. Mike Potter, 41st and Justin Ashburn finished in 42nd. The race saw eight lead changes among eight drivers. Four caution flags waved here this afternoon. And again, the championship point standings show Todd Bodine atop the leaderboard by 37 points over Jamie McMurray. Jason Keller is third in the standings. Fourth is Ron Hornaday. And fifth is Johnny Sauter as the series moves on to Bristol Motor Speedway next weekend. It's been a very exciting weekend of racing here at Darlington. A great finish of the truck race on Friday afternoon. A finish we thought we'd never see topped in the Winston Cup race yesterday in the Carolina Dodge Dealers 400, but I think we uh, came close to topping it today in the Bush race. Now that's two of the best races we've seen in a long, long time for the Cup cars <laughs> yesterday here at Darlington and the Bush race here today. The attrition rate had 15 cars in the garage area when the checkered flag came down, and I imagine they'll have that many in the garage at Bristol next weekend. You know it's going to be a wild weekend at Bristol as well. If it was this wild here at Darlington, that's uh, next weekend for the Cup and the Bush Series machines. It'll also be a wild weekend out of May Summer in Raceway in Bakersfield, California, the NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series with a Lucas Oil 250 next Sunday at 4.45. MRN Radio with live coverage of that event. Voices you heard on our broadcast today. Dave Moody worked the corners for us here today. Along the pit lane, Adam Alexander, Daniel Fry, and Steve Post. Reminder, NASCAR Today comes your way every weekday afternoon with daily news and information on NASCAR racing. Listen for NASCAR Live with Eli Gold Tuesday evening at 7 and the world of racing with commentary from NASCAR drivers on the issues of the day. For Barney Hall, I'm Joe Moore. We congratulate Todd Bodine, winner of the DarlingtonRaceway.com 200. MRN Radio. Coverage of the DarlingtonRaceway.com 200 has come to you from Darlington Raceway. Sponsored by Smooth Bush Beer and Easy Drinking Bush Light. Bush, the proud sponsor of the NASCAR Bush Series. By Goody's Headache Powder, the official pain reliever of NASCAR. By Wix Filters, the number one filter in NASCAR. 
by Featherlight, the official trailer and coach of NASCAR. See Featherlight at www.featherlightusa.com. By AC Delco Automotive Parts, when the right way is the only way. By 76 Gasoline. Next time you're on empty, fill up with 76 with Pro Power. Get the spirit of 76. By Craftsman, the official tools of NASCAR and the NHRA. Available at Sears. Craftsman makes anything possible. Sears, where else? Two-way communications by Racing Radios. For trackside rental and sales, visit the TrackScan vendor, an authorized affiliate of Racing Radios. And by Tom Johnson's Camping Center, the official RV dealer of the Motor Racing Network. Today's broadcast was directed by Ryan Horn. The executive producer for MRN is David Hyatt. This broadcast has been a production of the Motor Racing Network. This week's MRN Classic Race has been brought to you by Hercules Tires.